Please don't push me, but y'all push B. Now we got dwellers from Cali to Flatbush B. Now they got heat on their feet that say press B. And now we so deep in the streets, y'all can't stress me. Can't curse me, then bless me. I'm crucifying my flesh, that's less me. SAT from preaching, can't test me. Atheists are now believing, that bless me. Yeah, we got the basement replacing any of those worldly pursuits that y'all chasing. Any of those trials and tests that y'all facing. Any of the relationships that y'all changing. We rearranging, making the shame shift. Giving Satan back what's his, that's the blame shift. Rise up and walk commands, that's the lame shift. Cheat codes for living this life, that's the game shift. All on Yeshua, man, the rest is manure, man. I'm dying daily, so I rise up a pure man. Pressing B daily, so my sins looking fewer, man. Washing the blood, so my sins down the sewer, man. Yeah, so press B with me, and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh. Yeah, so press B with me, and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Tim Ross. Shout out to all my dwellers. I love you guys so much. I I'm, I just hope y'all are doing well. So if you haven't pressed B yet, what are you even doing? <laughs> download the app, download the content, and get up in here. I'm grateful for all of y'all. Shout out to everybody that is generous to us on Cash App and on PayPal. You guys are extravagant. I don't know how God keeps blessing y'all to be a blessing, but I pray it doesn't stop, right? <laughs> May it be multiplied to you uh, a million times over. We we really do appreciate your generosity. Um, to say I'm excited about uh, my, my guest today would be an understatement. I uh, have known about this man and uh, been following his career for a little bit, for a little, a little bit. Um, he got hired by ESPN in 2004. I first got exposed to you on, um, around the horn. I am a huge, around the horn fan. I, I'm a, I'm a huge around the horn, uh, uh, part of the interruption yep. guy. Right. I so, used to fill in on PTI. Yep, yep. Yep. So, um, uh, that's where I first heard about you. Uh, and then in 2016, uh, you moved over to, uh, FS1, yep. uh, Fox Sports, and there was a little bit behind that move that that made some papers. I don't know. I I I only I only start yeah. asking questions when I'm <laughs> with a person. I do not read everything. I do not believe everything that I read in the right, news. Right, right, right. Um, uh, but you wound up at uh, uh, Fox Sports right. and uh, now, on another was, show. What was what was? Because I'll tell you what happened when I left. ESPN. Okay, like. I don't know if some people thought I got fired or whatever. The contract wasn't renewed, but my contract was up Okay, ESPN. They offered me a new contract, mm -hmm. but they wanted me to stay strictly in a reporter's role. Mm. So not be on shows. Like I used to do uh, first take mm -hmm. before Stephen A became the permanent. I would be on there with Skip. Yep. Uh, I did Outside the Lines. I did PTI, as I mentioned. And and then sometimes in shows like that, your opinion can come into play. Yeah, for sure. And so they wanted me strictly in a reporter's role, sideline reporting, reporting, breaking stories and things like that. 
And FS1 wanted me as a personality and an analyst. Yep. So they hired me as an analyst, NBA analyst, on all their studio shows. Yep. And I got a weekend radio show when I went there. So it developed into a daily radio show, The Odd Couple. And then FS1 developed into a daily TV show, First Things First. But they gave me the opportunity to become more of a commentator slash personality. Yeah. Which was what I wanted. It's like in the old newspaper days, you had beat writers, yep. which is what I did for newspapers, mm-hmm. and then you had columnists. Right. Columnists wrote their opinion. Right. Beat writers wrote the news, wrote the game stories, all that. Yep. I was what my move from ESPN to FS1 was the equivalent of going from being a beat writer to a columnist, except it was on television. I love it. And radio versus writing. Yeah. Th- that's so it wasn't Context fired. King. There was no Context firing. There was, they wanted me to stay there and all that stuff. So nah, it was, but it, but it was a great move. Yeah, God for sure. Bless man. God, yeah, I couldn't be more happy. Couldn't be happier. So you you get over to FS1. Um, uh, first first take is a not first take. First things first. First things first. First things first is a dope show. Thank you. Man. I love Appreciate the chemistry between you and Nick. And the other dude. Kevin Wiles, yeah. Nick Wright and Kevin Wiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love Kevin, <laughs> but I love the chemistry between you and Nick, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's my yeah. personal opinion. I love it. <laughs> no, nah, I appreciate and, it. And um uh that that's the so if you if you recognize his face, that's where you recognize him from, okay? Um but as you can see on his sweater, that there is something that this man represents that's deeper than just Amen. the stuff that you see on television. Uh, this is a man of God who has really a discipleship factory. Like th- this dude just manufactures disciples. <laughs> disciples. He 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 he'd be the the Detroit of <laughs> manufacturers as it relates to <laughs> discipleship making. Uh, uh, you founded an organization called King, uh, which is an acronym for Knowledge, Inspiration, and Nurture through God, right. and um. It's literally helping um, countless men all around the nation. It's not just in one place. There's chapters that are literally strategically placed all around the nation. This is your first time on the show. Yeah. Hopefully not the last. Nah, definitely not. And so um, I want to introduce to some and uh, present to others for the first time, but not the last. We just got that mm-hmm. on re- <laughs> on record. Chris Broussard is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go! Hey, listen, I said he's in the building, but we're actually in his house. In my building, right. We are in his own building. This man trusted us, complete strangers, in his house, y'all. And not like a shed in the back that he converted into a studio. We in this man's domicile. Thank you so much for trusting this man. man, I'm so grateful that, that that we're here with you. Nah, I'm welcome, man. And you and I, you know, we talked briefly before, yeah. you know, getting on the mics. And, um, you know, look, I'm, and I will get into all this, I'm sure, but I got saved at 21. And when I meet Christians, yeah, you know, after you talk a little bit and you see they really serious about the Lord and they're yeah. trying to live for the Lord, I feel an immediate bond. Me too. Right? Yes. I feel an immediate. So, yeah. so with you and I, I mean, when we were talking downstairs, it was like we knew each other for long. But I feel that bond. Yeah. Now, 
That's how all Christians should feel. I agree. Because Jesus talked about us like a family. That's exactly right. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all fa- brothers and sisters under God. That's right. And so I feel that bond with you. And it's funny because sometimes I'll say, you know, I'll be talking to people, maybe a player, you know, and something like that. And I'll say, oh, yeah, I hear you. You are, So you're a Christian, you know. And sometimes, you know, if they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like the attitude is like, isn't everybody like that? You right, know, right, 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 right. No, okay. That bond, yeah, I don't feel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But when Absolutely. you're really trying to serve Jesus as Lord, yes, sir. There's there's an immediate bond, and I'm and I say that without fail, whether yes, the person's white, black, yeah. Hispanic, whatever yep. the race, yep. whatever the gender, yep. If they're really trying to serve Jesus Christ, I feel a bond. Like yo. I've known you for like we we brothers and sisters, yeah, absolutely. Or brothers and brothers, yeah, whatever. absolutely, so, yeah. So yeah, man. Um, but welcome to the house, man. Thank you, man. I'm glad Thank y'all you. came out, and I'm looking forward to to the podcast. Well, bro, I I I have um, what you just said resonates with me deeply. Uh, after being a believer for almost 28 years, I I have concluded that the body of Christ is the greatest fraternity and sorority Amen. that you could ever be Amen. a part of. Amen. I have I have been dropped off in Malaysia, and there's a guy with a sign that says Tim Ross. <laughs> English is his third language. He speaks it better than I try to speak Spanish, <laughs> and it's my brother. Right. I right. land in Singapore, Right. and it's my sister. I land in South Amen. America. It's... Mis hermanos y hermanas, Amen. like like you know what I mean. Like you, nah, I get to the UK, right. it's just like there is no time, space, or distance. It's like once you and and to your point, once that once you recognize that cadence and that sound, it's yeah. like it's the difference between sibboleth and sibophet. The the Old Testament, <laughs> right, right, they right, had right. to pronounce it, and if they had that lisp, they knew. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Y'all ain't really from right. here. You there know you what I mean? And right. so it's the same thing when you when you meet another believer, you know if it's like, yeah, you know him as Lord as opposed to you like him as Savior. Right. You know there what I mean? You go. You've been rescued. You're just a church goer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been rescued. You've died. Yep, yep, <laughs> right? yep. You That's have right. picked up your cross. That's right. There's two different things. That's absolutely right, So, man. So, yeah, I, that nah, gets me right. super hype, man. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and that's... That's the power of the kingdom of God. For sure. Like, that's what Jesus was really wanted to establish. Yeah. That if you had, can you imagine if all the people that named the name of Jesus felt that way? Oh, my God. That's my brother. That's my sister. So you treat them like family. That's right. That's, I mean, that in and of itself says a ton. Can yeah. you imagine if the, the, I'm just going to take it there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the white slave owners yes, sir. in America uh-huh. who claim to be Christian, yep. name the name of Jesus, yep. treated at that time the, the black, you know, enslaved people. But if you treat them like family, they're not going to be enslaved That's anymore. That's exactly right. Right? You become brothers. Uh, so much of the pro- so many of the problems that we face in this country now yep. 
if those that name the name of Jesus would really have treated each other like family, yep. we wouldn't have those issues. Yep. And I tell people all the time, like, we got I got brothers and sisters in the Middle East. Absolutely. I got brothers and sisters in Jerusalem. I got brothers and sisters in, in uh, Palestine. That's exactly right. Right? That's and exactly so, right. Like, if we really, and I, I've told white brothers, um, if we really family, yep. like, are we supposed to be family? Family. If we're really family, you're going to feel my pain. Absolutely. And I'll feel your pain. Absolutely correct. So when when I feel pain over a black man, innocent, you know, black yeah. man, uh, unarmed, getting shot, yep. you should feel that pain. Absolutely. You know, if we're really family. That's exactly right. And I say, y'all, you you might be saying, yeah, Chris, you, you want... You cool being family with me. I'm right. famous. Right. Right. But are you cool <laughs> with being family with that black brother? That's right. Or Hispanic brother. That's right. Who is in, got saved in the juvenile detention That's center exactly or in right. prison. That's right. That used to sell drugs or whatever. Yep. And now they come out of, of jail yep. or prison. Yep. Are you, are you cool with them being your family? Right. Now they love Jesus. Yep. Are you cool with that being your family? Because that's what it is. Yes, sir. And if we could have that mentality, man, like I said, well, look, it's in the Bible. We would turn the world upside down. We would turn the world upside down. <laughs> so, so, so this is our, I mean, are you serious right now? Like you can't, you can't make this up. <laughs> All right. So the name, the name of my company is Upset the World. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, yes, and it yes, comes yes. from. Acts 17, verse number six, Amen. Paul and Silas have caused trouble all over the world, which literally in the Greek means turned upside down. They've turned the world upside down. And now they're here disturbing our city, too. Amen. For the Amen, last 2,000 years, that's what the gospel is supposed to be doing, is disturbing the peace. Yep. Not P-E-A-C-E, P-I-E-C-E. <laughs> We have been like we that. have been assigned to disturb the pieces of people mm -hmm. that are not congruent with God's ways, mm -hmm. His commands, His mm -hmm. demands, His precepts, His His laws. So, I mean, if we were a unified front on that instead of separate factions on Man. that, we would have already taken over politics. No, if we were more, we Christian would be the multimillionaires. Then Republican, then more Christian than Democrat. More Christian, more than, Christian black. than American, more, more Christian, Christian than black, more, more Christian, Christian than white. white. Yes, sir. One of my one of my king members, he's one of our leaders. He said to me something very profound a, a few years ago. This was during like it was probably around the time of George Floyd. Okay. And he said a huge problem in the body of Christ or he said one of the big problems is white Christians feel more of a bond and a connection with white non-Christians than they do with black Christians. Wow. Right? And that, if you look at the history of America, I'm generalizing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for the most part, the white Christians have unified with white non-believers mm. over unifying with mm. Black believers. Yeah. I mean, you look at the the mm -hmm. Church of God in Christ and the Assembly of God. It's those the same thing. were they were the same denom they were together. They came out after of Azusa. Azusa and all that. They, <laughs> yeah. Azusa Street, they were unified a denomination. Yep. I don't know if they called themselves the denomination, right. but black and white Pentecostal Christians were united. Yeah, absolutely. And the white mainstream community began pressuring the white Christians, That's Pentecostals right. yep. to 
take terror away right. from the black ones and segregate. Yep. And that's how you got the Church of God in Christ, which is the black that's version. That's right. Absolutely. And the Assemblies of God, which is the white version. Uh -huh. you know, I'm, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. there's a little mixture now in the Assembly of God. But that's it. That, like that you said, it. they're essentially the same, the same. denominations. <laughs> one's people. black, one's white. Yep. And it's, again, it's that type of stuff that keeps us from yeah. turning the world upside down, upsetting the, the yeah. world and all that stuff. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, so, man. so, so let's ride this for a minute because you bring up something that um, has always been uh, very intriguing to me. Azusa Street happens. That thing is that I call it a salad. I don't call it a melting pot. I like that. I agree. Melting pot, it, you can't discern what's in that thing right, no more. Right, if it's right. iron, gold, you right, know what I mean? Right. Everything's <laughs> melted. But a salad is like that cucumber is still a cucumber, right? I can recognize that. Amen. The tomato's a tomato. The iceberg is iceberg. The kale is kale, right? And then the Holy yep. Spirit is the dressing, right? Amen. I prefer Amen. olive oil and a little bit of balsamic, right? Like, <laughs> I don't want no thick blue cheese and nothing like that, right? All right, so... The fact that the Holy Spirit could have this organic, beautiful movement that unified the right, unified ethnicities, and then for American culture, the pervasive, overarching, systematic culture yeah. to come in and just dig in and separate. What the Holy Spirit started yep. is a case study to me that we have to be very, very careful, even in a country like this, yep. not to allow the 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 undercurrent of what America's all about to divide right. a move of God. Right. Absolutely. Think about it. That's a great point. <laughs> the, a move of God hit us. It's still here. It's yep. still there's still a testament of yep. that move of God, but it's been separated because of where America happened to be. Yep. You're right. At its time? You're right. This should have trumped all of that. Yep. Like, like Absolutely. It should have been like, no, that's what y'all like white men after Azusa should have been like, no, no, that's what y'all doing. Yep. Yep. Y'all want segregation. My book says in Galatians, this is unification. Amen. Like, like, so, Amen. so it's a, Amen. Because you talk about Church of God in Christ, Assemblies of God. Then you got Church of God, Anderson, Tennessee. I know I'm pissing somebody off. Um, <laughs> you, you, you got, you got PAW. You got, yep. you, you got yep. all these yep. different, all these different splits that are a direct result of where America stood in culture at the time. Yep. Meanwhile, the Bible that we read, the gospel is being spread. In the backdrop of the most nefarious culture that we know of that ever hit planet Earth. Like Amen. the Roman Empire, <laughs> Amen. as we know it, should have split the body in Christ in half. Yep. Yet they were like, I guess we're gonna have to die. Right. right. God's laws have come up against yep. Romans uh uh edicts, and this is gonna clash, and I'm already I'm ready to be poured out as a drink offering. You right on the money, bro. Right, you I'm not right gonna acquiesce. I'm yep. not gonna acquiesce. I guess I'm just gonna have to die. Yep, <laughs> right. yep. And nah, that that's so powerful and awesome. And look, and, and you know this. One of the the beauty of being in Christ. Yep. 
is that he doesn't want, you don't have to change your culture, right? If you in the hip hop, you can stay in the hip hop in Christ. If you in the country, you in the so opera, good. you can stay in that, right? And so it's fine to, ha if I want to go to a black church because I like the music, yeah. I like the style of preaching, yeah. whatever. You want to go to a white church because you like the music, the style of preaching, or it's mixed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're Asian. We're free to do all that. Absolutely. But we should be un we should still be unified as brothers and sisters. I agree. And if I, as an African-American, go to your all-white church. Yep. I should be received yep. with love Absolutely. and equality just yep. like everybody else there. That's exactly That's right. What, it's, I mean, look, it's great. Again, if we want to have the same church service, fine. But yeah. because of our differences in cultures, yeah. um, we sometimes we like different things. Period. Some like music, gospel music that's banging. Yep. And some like it more sedate. That's right. And that's fine. That's right. But when we should, when it comes to living life yep. and standing with each other, standing up for each other, the gospel, as you said, the name of Jesus, That's Yeshua, right. should trump all, all of, of that, it. everything else. I agree. Everything else. And again, if America knew that, heck, if again, if just those that named the name of Jesus yeah, period. did that, yeah. forget the non-believers. Exactly if right. If just those that claim to be Christians did that, Man, oh, it'd be a wrap. Oh, it would be a wrap. There, there, there would be, there would be no mountain out of the seven mountains that right. we wouldn't be on top of. Amen, amen, no doubt. All right, so, so take me back, um, be, because there, there, no one winds up the founder of an organization like King with this level of discipleship if there wasn't like an indelible impression <laughs> left on you. And so I'm very curious about 20-year-old, 21-year-old right. Chris Broussard. Who is he at the time he meets Jesus? And then what type of di discipleship process does he go through right. to wind up with this passion <laughs> To mentor men in mass, right? No, that's a that's a great question. Um, give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. No, no, please. But, um, no, we got I, all look, we got all your time look, in the I world. Love your format, because you, <laughs> before we came on, you was like, "Look, bro, we might go four hours." Hey, I'm you know, telling like, you, all right. Say no we more. Need to, I've literally had guests. <laughs> That have been like, bro, this is so popping, but I can I need to pee. <laughs> and they will literally go pee and I'll just keep talking till push they come pause, back. I'm no, we don't even push pause. Going. I just keep talking <laughs> till they come back and we just keep it moving. Nah, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. But so I grew up Catholic. Okay. I'm, I'm African American Creole from yep. Louisiana. So my family's Catholic. Yep. Quick story, my father, uh, who grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, our all our family's from Louisiana. Okay. But he he moved to Cincinnati when he was a baby. Grew up there, was going, went into studying for the priesthood, Catholic wow. priesthood. Wow. So his sophomore and junior years in high school were at a seminary where he wow. lived on campus, you know, and yeah. was be studying to become a priest. And one day he, he was one of, out of maybe roughly 150 students, all male, he was one of four or five African-Americans. Wow. And he's light-skinned like me. Mm -hmm. Um 
And so one day his junior, he and, and I saw the photo albums and and yearbooks and stuff as a kid looking at him. He was popular. He played sports on the basketball team, intramural football, all that stuff. Had a lot of friends. So one day a freshman, when he's a junior, asking Broussard, why are you so dark? And he's like, my dad said, you know, a little flippantly, like, maybe it's because I'm colored. You know, at mm. that time, it's late 50s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm colored. And he said, from that point on, like later that day, people that were his friends were shunning him, uh, giving him the cold shoulder, even a little few of the administrators, you know, just Look, you know, just totally treating him different. Yeah, so he Guys was passing that were his at that boys. time. Nah, he wasn't passing, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't go and shout, "I'm black." Right, right. He right, just right. was there doing <laughs> his normal stuff, but they thought he was white. Wow. And so, because he's like I said, he's my skin yeah, color, yeah, light for sure. or straight hair. Yeah. And so that, like, it went on for weeks, and finally, he uh, he called his dad, and mom to come up see him they came up his best friend who's african-american was in the car with him and my dad's telling him what's happening crying and his father my grandfather said to him he said everybody's not meant to be jackie robinson come on home son and that was it and wow. that ended his quest to be a priest and, and real talk i'm glad it did me All too because right? <laughs> i don't think you would have been here. Be here that's I exactly right i was thinking that <laughs> Your dad I was about to carry here. you into right, right, a box for right. the rest of your life. <laughs> wow. So so that so I was raised Catholic, went to church every Sunday. Yep. You know, my dad made sure we went to church every Sunday, went to Catholic schools. Um, but didn't know anything. One thing about Catholicism is they don't teach you about having a personal relationship with Christ. Now, yep. I was taught a lot of the, you know. Right, I saw Bible stories yeah. and religious classes. Yeah, um, knew the apostles, yep. knew the Beatitudes, yep. knew the Ten Commandments. Yep. You know all that stuff, but never read the Bible for myself at all. Wow, never was taught anything about having a personal relationship with Jesus. So when you're just taught these do's, do's and don'ts and rules and regulations, but you don't have any relationship, I always tell people it's like being in an arranged marriage mm. versus a, a marriage where you mm. fall in love with your wife. Like, it was like, if you're in an arranged marriage, they bring you a woman or a man, and you're just supposed to marry them, and you 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 meet this woman, this is going to be your wife you got to be faithful to her. You got to do this. You got to provide for her. She has to do this and that for you. If you don't have a relationship with her, you're not in love with her. It's going to be hard to do those things. And you may not just do those things versus if you really love yeah, your spouse, sure. you're going to want to please them and want to do what makes them happy. And so I was, you know, I wasn't no horrible kid, but yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sure. getting drunk in high school. I'm, you know, getting involved in sexual immorality and just, you know, just doing yeah. that young stuff. Yep. And so my sophomore year in college, uh, I began dating a woman who was a Christian. Yep. And she was known on campus as a, a, a born-again Christian. She wasn't, you know, having premarital sex and, you know, getting drunk, you know, yeah, yeah, things yeah, that college sure. students do. Yep. And... It was known that she, because she got saved while she was at school. Yeah. And, and changed her lifestyle. And so we knew each other. We were friends. Uh, but we started dating. And she was the first person that I really was close with 
that exposed me to biblical Christianity. Wow. Um, and so, like, we would pray together. Yep. And I was willing to pray. Yeah, for sure. But I noticed when she would pray, she's praying like she knows who she's talking to. Ooh. She's praying like she has a relationship, like this is my father. You know, she's talking to him real, regular talk. And all I only prayers I knew was our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, angel of God, my guardian light, you know, yeah, yeah, Hail yeah. Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Like, that's how I pray, yep. memorize prayers. Yep. And so I started noticing, okay, that's a little different. You know, I went to a few Bible studies with her because uh, I liked her. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yo, yeah. you want to go to Bible study? <laughs> All right. You know, one day I fasted with her and the other Christians <laughs> on campus, you know, like, okay. you like, whatever it's well, going right, to take. Right, right, whatever, you know. <laughs> And so she was exposing me and God, I thank God that I had a soft heart that I was sure. open to all that. And wow. so we wow. dated for about a year and a half before I got saved. And it was a tug of war yeah. because I was not trying to live a Christian life. So I'm kind of pulling her down and she's, you know, struggling because we're doing things, you know, we, we ne shouldn't necessarily be doing. She, as a Christian, she knows she shouldn't be. And so we went to a church about a year after we started dating. She was in medical school. So she was two years older than me. Okay. So we started dating when I was a sophomore. She's a senior. She uh, graduates, goes to medical school nearby. And so we're still dating. So we go to a church one Sunday. I would go visit her on weekends. And this was the first church. It was a charismatic church. Everybody's excited about being in there. You know, they got the lyrics to the music yeah, on the walls right, right, and everybody right. singing. And, right. and I had never been in a church like that. Right. I'm, I was Catholic, right. right? I'm used to sedate, right. solemn, yep, yep, boring, yep, 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 sitting yep. there like, yo, God, please get me out of this mug. Like, you know, really like, and I'm like looking around. Everybody wants to hug, you know, hey, hugging. And I was like, man, I just never had seen anything like that. Yeah. And so being in that atmosphere and the message, the message of God was there, shared his testimony. He had been a drug addict as a teenager. God saved him, delivered him, you know, all that. And it just, I was convicted. Yeah. And so when the, when the pastor made the altar call, it was hundreds of people in there. I was like standing there, like feeling like everybody in that church was pointing at me. Wow. Like you. You know you need to go down there. <laughs> All right? You you better get down there to that altar call. And I didn't go down. Yeah. Because I didn't want to get saved. Because mm. I was like, I knew I didn't have to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But I didn't want to repent. Mm. I didn't want to turn away or even try to turn yeah, away yeah. from the stuff I was doing, the stuff yeah. I was doing with my frat brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff I'm, you know, I'm kicking it. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't see none of, I was on the basketball team. I was like, I don't see nobody, yep. especially no other dudes right, right, right. living for Jesus Christ. Right. I ain't about to be the only one. Right, you right, know right, what right, saying? right, for sure, for sure. And I was yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. nah. So I went up, I, you know, wow. I'm back in, on campus. I'm doing my thing, whatever. And God blessed me, man. Mm -hmm. God still blessed me. The Bible says the rain, God lets his rain fall on the, the just, just and the unjust, yes, sunshine sir. on the just and the unjust. Yes, sir. And so he blessed me that summer. It was a summer between my junior and senior years. With a summer with an internship at the Cleveland Plain Dealer newspaper, which was the biggest newspaper in Ohio okay. at the time. And it was in sports writing. Wow. So he blessed me. I go there, I do that, I do well. 
they tell me we're gonna hire you when you graduate. Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, you're going into your senior year of college knowing you got a, you job. Got a job, a good job, wow. a job that you will enjoy in yeah. sports writing. Yeah. Uh when you graduate. So I was just ecstatic. Yeah. Like, man. And after a few days, I started feeling like, is this it? Mm. Like, cause I was raised to to go get the American dream. Mm-hmm. I was raised like the American dream is the goal. Yeah, for sure. And I had two great parents, um, and my younger brother, like great family. Yeah, um, was middle class, wasn't poor. You know, mm-hmm. middle class, um, great childhood. But I was raised where the American dream, do well in school. My parent, my father made sure I did well in school. So do well in school so you can go to a good college. Mm-hmm. Go to college so you and do well there so you can get a job right. and provide for your right. family. That's right. what I was, that was the point of life for yeah, me, yeah, the for American sure. dream. Yeah, absolutely. And so here I am now, and I'm like, I got it. Yeah. I got this thing that I've been striving for my whole life. Right within my grasp. Yep. I mean, obviously, I already didn't have the job yet, but it was. I was like, it's right there within my grasp, and I just started feeling like, is this it? Mm. Like, is this all life is about? Mm. Get a get a good job and make money, and that's it. And yeah. I was, I started feeling empty. Wow. Like, man, I had everything going for me. I I was captain on the one of the co captains on the basketball team. I was uh, had a promise of a great job. I had a girl I love, yep. girlfriend. Like, I had everything going for me, and I felt empty. Wow. And I felt miserable, and I was like, and I knew it was God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had been convicted. Right, right. I, I had been convicted exactly. a few months before. <laughs> exactly. Like, you need to get saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just running. I was like, man, nah, I ain't trying to get saved. I wow. ain't trying to be, you know, live like no real Christian. Right, right, you know for sure. That? Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. so I kept running, searching for loopholes. I go back up to school. So a couple of weeks after I, before I'm supposed to go back to school for my senior year, mm-hmm. myself, my girlfriend, my parents, we go to church, a mm-hmm. Catholic church. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there and, you know, we walking in and my parents proud. My father, like, yeah, my boy going to be a sports writer. Like, you know, yeah. my mom is proud and my girl is like, yo, I got I got me a BMW, yeah. a black man working right, right? <laughs> right, he, right, he right. a little bit of a catch, you know. <laughs> and so everybody's happy. Oh, man. And I'm sitting there and inside I'm just like, just all mixed up yeah 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 not happy empty now you couldn't see it on the outside yeah, i'm for putting sure. up a front yeah for sure but in church i'm just sitting there and i'm just thinking and i'm just like man god i ain't got no peace mm. i'm like I, I ain't got no peace and i'm like everything's going well for me i'm like i know i gotta give my life to you but i said god i tried to make a deal with god yeah i said god all right let me go up to school and have the first semester. I said, let me have the first semester to do whatever I want to do. To sow all my wild oats. To wow. do all the partying I want to do. And then in January, I get saved. That was what I was telling the guy. <laughs> and in the church. And in my mind, in my mind, God was like, 
All right, bet. <laughs> right? Now, I know that wasn't really God, right? right the Bible right, say right. tomorrow's not promised. Right, you know, right, for today sure. Today is the day of salvation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my mind, it was like, all right, all right. I'm like, all right, cool. I got, I got my first semester to kick it, do my thing, blah, blah, blah. And so I go up to school. You know, I'm out there trying to do, you know, it ain't really the same. I'm out there trying to do this and that, and I'm not feeling it. And I read an article in Rolling Stone magazine. This is when Bobby Brown was hot. Yep. Tenderoni, don't be cruel, <laughs> I, I you know, it. all that. <laughs> and I read the article and it said, he said he was happier when he was poor than when he was rich. Because he's like, all the problems money brought. Yeah, yeah. I'm more like, money, more problems. Man, this dude got everything the world could offer. I watched a movie about Elvis Presley's life. And Elvis, of course, had everything, yep, right? The yep, fame, the yep. fortune, the the women, everything. And he was miserable, yep. addicted to drugs and so on and so forth. And I was just like, man, God, I said, these guys, they had everything a dude could want. All Seemingly, the beautiful women you yep, could want. Seemingly. The money, all the money you could want, all the fame you could want. And they were miserable. They're not happy. And I just kept, I was like, man... And so my 21st birthday, uh, October 28th, 1989, uh, my parents came up. We had a scrimmage, preseason basketball scrimmage. Parents come up, watch. We play the scrimmage. Then I go, my parents are going to take me and my girlfriend out to dinner. Mm -hmm. My 21st birthday, supposed to be my first drink as far as my parents know, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. But so we go out. So. <laughs> We First go drink to my with house. Them. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we go to we're at their house before we go out to eat. My father and I go and run some errands before, you know. And so I'm like, I say, I say I'm like, Daddy, I say, you know, what keeps you going in life? I say, I wasn't suicidal. I wasn't having those thoughts or nothing. Yeah. But I was like, I said, once you got a nice house, you got your sons are both in college doing well. You know, you got nice cars, you make them. Like, once you get all that, what keeps you going? Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, you want to get a promotion on your job or you want to get a nicer house or you want to get a better car or you want to provide for your children. You want to help your other family members. Like, he was saying good stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I was like, man, ain't none of that going to fill this void yeah, 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 that's for sure. in my heart yeah, yeah, yeah. that I, I can't I, I can't satisfy. And so that day, shortly after that conversation, you know how you make a wish over your cake. Yeah. Well, instead of making a wish, I repented and asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart as my Lord and Savior and gave my life, <laughs> gave my life to Christ, man. And um, so my 21st birthday, my natural birthday is literally my spiritual birthday. And man, it's it's like <laughs> I was not expecting that, bro. Man, nah, yo. I've cried giving that testimony. Um dang. And I'm crying as you get it. <laughs> I did not expect to hear that, bro. Nah, Woo. that's that's look, man, and I tell people to this day, like, and you know this, you have your challenges. When you when you saved, yeah, for sure. You have your your things you got to overcome, the storms of life, if you will. But never, man, for one moment have I regretted that decision. Cause I'm like that man that's on the rock, 
Right, the man. There's a man on sand. I was on sand before when the storms of life came. I'm getting rocked. Yep. Now I'm on the rock. That's exactly and right. And the storms of life come, and I'm solid. Yeah, I got for my sure. foundation. And yep. yeah, man, I tell people, look, I've met obviously LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Jesse, like on and on, yep. Jamie Foxx, whoever. Meeting all them combined has not given me a fraction of the value to my life, the peace, the joy that meeting Christ, Jesus Christ gave me, you know? And so, yeah, man, that's, that's my testimony. Um, I, I don't even think you asked about my testimony. You asked about how I started, what led me to start King. No, but, no, 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 no. But, it, that, but it, that, that was that, critical. That's too. what led you to start King. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Well, that, yeah. And so, so that's like, so that's how I got saved. So right, I get right. saved. Okay, go ahead. Bruh, hold. Just <laughs> fam. I got a cup. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But you know, see, you know. Bro. You know the feel, you know hey. the joy of giving your life to the Lord, man. But Praise this is why it makes me emotional. Because um, and I don't know if there's a reoccurring theme with this. I, I don't think I have enough empirical data to say that yet. <laughs> But I feel like the, the 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 guys and the girls who make a decision to become a disciple of Jesus, mm -hmm. and it ain't because of an altar call and a sermon. Nah, that's great. I I there's I feel some, you. there's something about that decision that just hits different. I'm not saying that those that got saved at a revival or right. got saved at a Billy Graham crusade or or whatever have they're not still living for Jesus. I gave my, you know, I told you I gave my life to Jesus January fourteenth, ninety six. I was on the back row of my parents' church. Sunday school had just ended. Morning worship had just started. Okay. And the Holy Spirit told me, "You're a sinner." It's the first time I've ever heard mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit's voice. I've mm -hmm. never heard him before, right? Wow. Or, or I didn't acknowledge his voice right, if I right. did hear it before, right? So I'm sitting in the back row of the church, and the Holy Spirit says, "You're a sinner," and. It, it was the most matter-of-fact statement, like saying you got you got on a black king hoodie. Right, it, right, there was right, no right, condemnation right. in the statement. Right. But the first time he said it was was the first time I realized my disconnection from God. Right. And I started right. bawling my eyes out. Wow. And I'm in a Pentecostal church. Right. And I'm like, I'm like three hours away from salvation. Like morning worship <laughs> just started. Like <laughs> There's about to be an A, B, C, D, and E selection. Probably some dancing. Uh, offering, <laughs> flag twirling. We, all kind of stuff could break out. Well, my dad happened to be kind of um, officiating or running the service that day. He decided to break for all, uh, for testimony service. Mm. So I jumped up during testimony service. And I'm on the back row. And my dad historically goes from the front to the back. Right, right, <laughs> right. right, right. And so I'm at the back. I've never been a dude that's that's played church. So right. everybody was shocked. It's like 50 people in there. Mm. And my mm. dad, mm. and I'm in the back. So nope, I'm looking at the back of everybody's heads. Nobody's right. turned around looking yet to see who's behind him. And my dad goes, I think Tim has something to say. Wow. And I said, I give up. And everybody did this. Almost like, give up what? And I was like, hey, dude, I need to give my life to Jesus right now. Mm, mm, and mm. my mama let out the biggest, blackest Tyler Perry <laughs> hallelujah you have. Hallelujah! <laughs> like, it was loud. Right, right. And I walked up to the front and gave my life to Jesus. Mm. There was no sermon and no altar call. 
Right. My older, I'm sorry, my younger brother who's preceded me in death and is in heaven, he gave his life to Jesus two years before he died while drinking a 40-ounce of beer at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Mm. So, and, and I, got, I got stories and stories of people. Yo. And, and so to hear your story, like, I don't know why it's making, I'm an emotional Yo, person, so nah, I cry bro. very quickly. I know, and I like the way you said it, you don't have the empirical evidence. None of us do. But you, I remember when I was at Oberlin before yep. I got saved. Yep, I was a sophomore. Couple brothers, you know, freshmen, couple football players. In fact, I don't know how much if you were ever in the Christian hip hop. This might even been back before you got saved. Yep. They ended up going starting a Christian hip hop group called DOC. I remember Disciples DOC, of Disciples Christ. of Christ. I remember right. them. Okay, yeah, I remember so them. They yes. were two of the dudes of the three. Two of them went to Oberlin. Wow. As we, I went to Oberlin College, yep. so they were from Cleveland. They come up, they wild. They out there doing their thing, yep. getting high, drunk, chasing women, all that. So one night, one uh, I think the both of them were with another dude there, and they all getting high. I wasn't there. Yeah, they all getting high, and the 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 other guy he said something about witchcraft or the devil or something. And one of the brothers from Cleveland leaves the room, comes back a few minutes later with a Bible, like, and starts condemning the dude, <laughs> talking about the devil, right? <laughs> and got saved. The brother, the, the dude with the Bible, him and his boy got saved, disappeared. <laughs> they left the school. I ain't see him. Like, they left the school, never went back to Oberlin. <laughs> And then a couple years later, I get saved. And then I I see that they, I think I reached out to them or, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And we rap, and they were DOC. And I saw them in a Christian bookstore. They was promoting their music. But to your example, that it wasn't nothing to do with church. It And I think, and, and again, obviously people do get saved in church. For sure. Of course. Yeah. But. When you get saved in your kitchen or in your car or wherever, it's it is absolutely real. It is absolutely you and God. It's not the eloquence of the preacher. That's exactly it's right. It's not the pressure you feel. That's exactly right. Because if I had gone down when I said I was convicted in the church and knew I needed to give my life to Christ and felt like everybody was saying, man, you need to go down, you need to right. go down. If I had gone down... Maybe I would have really got saved at yeah. that moment or what, but it wouldn't have been. It was. It was like the pressure of yeah. the people. It yeah, was absolutely. external. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It would have been correct. external, even though I knew I needed it. Yep. It was external pressure that would have made me that moment give That's my right. life. That's right. When I really gave my life to Christ about six months later. Yes, sir. It was like man, God broke me down. Yes, sir. God just broke a brother down. Yep. You can keep running and be miserable. Yep. You can give your life to me. Yep. And find peace. Absolutely. And so yeah, I, I feel you on that, man. Hey, I totally feel you. So so um so I have a story. Uh my 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 grand uncle. Um so my whole family, the Rosses are all Church of God in Christ. Okay. Like okay. like two of two my my grandfather and my grand uncle, um uh Bishop Mason laid hands on them. Wow. So we talking about Wow. Right from ten the, toes, yeah. ten fingers deep yeah. in, right? Cogent, right? <laughs> so when I was 18 years old, my, my granduncle comes to our church and he preaches. And at the end, remember, this is a small church, right? right not 100 right. people in the church. 
And then he asked me and my brother Miles to stand up. Stand up! Both of y'all sitting there with them earrings in your ears and things. <laughs> your pants hanging low. You gonna bust hell wide open. <laughs> you need to give your life to Jesus. There could be a bullet out there with your name on it. I mean, he's leaning right, into right, us, right, right? So we right, both right, standing right. there. We like, dang, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know. And so he's like, um, you're already standing. You might as well just just give your life to Jesus right now and and, and come up here and 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 so we're standing there and I'm like, bro, like. I ain't feeling none of right, this. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, and, and right, my right. parents have never pressed right. us like you pressing us right now. This right. is weird. And so we both stand in there and, you know, as we as you do with a sibling, you make eye contact and it's like we having a whole conversation without opening my mouth. And my my younger brother Miles is is looking at me like, bro, whatever you do, I do. If you go up, I go up. Like, like if we just going to get this dude to shut up. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right. whatever we need to do, bro. Like, whatever you do, I'll do, right? So I'm standing there, and he's like, uh, you're already standing up. You can come down to this altar. Give your life to Jesus right now. He said, but if you sit down, you're going to bust hell wide open. Wow. Now, I'm a literalist. Wow. So right. I'm like. I'm going to do it. Like, like <laughs> right. me being seated is going, ain't it already wide open? Like, what, what about my life is right, about to right. split this thing in half? And so looked at him, looked, looked at Miles. We sat down. And it is, as soon as we sat down, his wife popped up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Bible says the day that you hear his heart, oh, harden wow. not your heart. Wow. And I've always been quick, bro. Like I, I've always been a skinny dude, so I had to roast people <laughs> like to survive. <laughs> and then uh, I was a battle rapper, and so I've always just been quick with it. Right. So, so like within a beat of her saying that, the, the Bible says the day you hear His voice, harden not your heart. I said, well, that's the that's the thing. I don't hear His voice. I only hear y'all's. Wow, wow. And when I tell you a holy hush oh, hit that, imagine. like. And and we both sat down, and then like he had to just go on with the service. Wow! But it was the same type of deal. Like right. even if you had gone up, if I had gone up, got saved. Yeah, right. He would have got a little notch in his belt. Right. I don't know if my, I don't know. Now the, theologically, I know if your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life, it's all, it ain't right, in there right, erased right. and it ain't in pencil, right? Right. But but I that wasn't my day. Right. And and the day I decided. It was a decision. Yes. It, there was no emotion involved. Yep. To your point, it wasn't the eloquence of the speech. Nobody was playing, we fall down. And we get, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't right, oceans. Right, it wasn't right, right. <laughs> take right. your genre. Like, it wasn't none right. of that. I feel you, man. And that's why it's going on 28 <laughs> years. Right. And it's the only, like, bro. Right. right. There's, like, nothing. There's nothing more important than that day for Amen. me. For in, man, you, Every yo, blessing right, I have is right because of that day. Yep. My wife is because of that day. My kids are because of that day. This pod is because of that day. Yep. So people always, Amen. oh, you making moves. And you went from here and you went from there. And, then to, 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 you, oh, and, they, and they count these steps. And I'm like, bro, that step equates to all yep. of these steps. Like, yep. So get that first. Get that yep. first, and all of this Man. will come later, right? So it's just a mm. again to hear another story like that. I think that's why it's it's, it's it's touching me so deeply. I love everybody's testimony, man. But these 
to just be hovering over your birthday cake, fam. And <laughs> like, this Man. is what I want for my birthday, right. fam. I can't. That's that's. that's ooh, nah, man, that's, that's cooking me. That's that's real, bro. <laughs> that's that's real. And um, Dang. yeah, man. So so kind of getting to to how that led to King. Yeah. Um. So okay. So I get saved, you know, and I graduate. You know, I could go through college steps or whatever, but um, I gra I I I, I guess I, I can take you there. So I get saved. And I'm like, man, I ain't gotta tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I I'm, love I'm, it. I'm, I'm living for the Lord. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's my and personal right, relationship. Right, 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 right. Ain't nobody got it. I ain't gotta tell my boys, my frat brothers, none yep, of that. Yep. But I'm up there trying to live for the Lord, and brothers are like, "Yo, man, why ain't you, you know, chasing these girls?" Because my girlfriend was in med school, so she wasn't even on campus. Yep. So dude's like, yo, man, why ain't you chasing these girls? Why ain't you doing this and yeah. that? And I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm just being faithful to my girl. I'm turning over a new leaf, you yeah. know, all that. And um, eventually, God just convicted me. Like, you, it was becoming such a contradiction. Yep. Dudes were thinking I'm doing, like, I'm the old Chris doing this and that. Yeah. It was one girl up there. We were literally, she was a Christian, too. And we became friends, and we were actually having Bible studies. But bruh, dudes was like, "Oh, you hitting that? Yep, you, hit, yep. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like they I went you through that. that you right? Yeah, for sure. And so I'm like, man, this is becoming too much of a contradiction. And so, uh, and I told, I told my girl, God convicted me again to tell her the mischief I was into before. Yep. So I tell her that we break up. So now I'm at school and I ain't got no excuse of, yo, I'm just being faithful to my girl. This is right. why I ain't chasing these, these girls. And so I, I go to breakfast with one of my frat brothers. I invite him like, yo, man, you meet me for breakfast in the morning? Yeah. He's like, yeah, cool. And I'm I'm a, I'm like, I'm going to tell him I'm saved. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking he's going to be like, man, you a sucker. Right, you, right. You know what I mean? You what? You're saved? What? Yeah, yeah. And so we go to breakfast. I tell him like, yo, man, you... I know you you I know you know this I'm different. I ain't doing this and that and more more and all that. And I said, yo, I'm a born again Christian. I said, I gave my life to Christ. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, I'm expecting him to throw stuff at me. You know? <laughs> and he's like, yo, man, you know, that's that's real. Like that's he's like, man, I've been feeling like, you know, I need to you know, get right with God myself. Like I, he, he's used the phrase. He said, I, I feel like a kite without a string. You know what I wow. mean? And, uh, I'm just out there. And he said, his mom told him about this pastor who was in this, my boy was from Youngstown, Ohio. And he said, his mom told him about a pastor from there who was now in Oberlin. So he was like, yo, if you want to go see him, man, we can go, you know, yeah. cause I might want to talk to him too. So we go see him. We start going to the church. I don't, my boy, I don't know if he got saved, whatever, but he was going to the church with, with us. And um, so then I used to rap. So I used to rap on campus. Okay. And I used to DJ. You yeah. know, I had, a, I had a hip hop show on this campus radio station. I would DJ at the parties and the, we called it the, the disco. The yeah, scope, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, for sure. I DJ yeah. there and at the parties. And so I was like, man... I guess God was convicting me, like, yo, you you need to 
don't be no secret agent Christian. Right, you can't right, be for ashamed sure. of me. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I was like, man, I'm about to do this rap, you know, and let everybody know I'm saved. Yeah. You know? And so we used to have these things called every semester a soul session. Okay. And it was in the African-American dorm. I lived in the African-American dorm three of my four years. So they, you know, it's packed, hundreds of people there. So I go there and everybody waiting. No, they, oh, I heard Chris, I, I put out the word, I'm going to rap this yeah, time. Because yeah, I yeah, had yeah. rapped like in a couple of them. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Chris about to rap. Chris going to rap, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, so I'm also, I'm a Kappa. I'm a yeah. Kappa Alpha Psi. Okay. So we were pledging. We were pledging some a line, right? Yep. And I was the dean. Yep. So I had two of the scrollers, the pledges. I was like, yo, y'all coming up and dancing behind <laughs> me. When I'm rapping, y'all going to come up and dance. They ain't know it's going to be a Christian rap. Yo, right? you and your big daddy came back right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I had my boy, one of my boys had a beatbox, uh, had a drum machine. I was like, I went up there, man. I was like, yo, oh man, God. give me a beat. Yeah. Right? And they up there and they dancing behind me. And I did this rap called How You Like Me Now. And it was like, you loved me when I rocked about girly saying, ow, but now that I'm righteous, how you like me now? And it was like four, you know, oh, bars. That, it was like. Oh, yeah, that's old so school. That, that was premium, like. Premium. Right, right. Golden that was old era. School, rap cadence. Oh, yeah, that's rap cadence. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. Yeah, man. So that was like my coming out on campus. Like, yo, I'm a Christian now, man. Wow. You know? And so, so I graduate doing well and so you know men need male bonding yes and for females sure. need female bonding yep and so i start i'm li i'm a sports writer yep uh i'm newly saved but i'm on fire yep getting into the lord and all this and i don't really know i grew up catholic i don't know no young brothers that's saved right you know, I was going to a good church. I was going to that same church yep. in Oberlin that my boy brought me to. I was teaching teenage Sunday school. Um, but the men there were great men, but older yep. um, or the teens, you know. And so I'm longing for that brotherhood. Yeah, for sure. I had my frat brothers. I had my college teammates. I had friends. Yep. But I was like, man, I'm, I want a brother. I want some brothers that... We can just chill, just kick it. Yep. We talking sports. We talking hip-hop. We going to the game, whatever. And they save, though. Yeah. So when we're hanging out, they're not tempting me to do something I don't, that's against my biblical For principles. Sure. You know, and all For that. Sure. Or put yep. me in that atmosphere. Yep. And so as I start, I start meeting. I'm going to different churches around the city. You know, I start meeting Young brothers like myself that are saved. It's one here. It's one there. It's yeah, one yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were <laughs> isolated too, right? So we, I was like, man, we should come together and, you know, just hang out and kick it. So we started doing that. It wasn't called King, mm -hmm. but it was like a young group of brothers start hanging out in Cleveland. And at that same time, I also, so I'm meeting a lot of cats that are mm -hmm. on fire. Young mm -hmm. brothers, brothers mm -hmm. from prison, the streets or whatever. Yeah. And I noticed a lot of dudes, their walk with Christ, and still to this day, is like a roller coaster, mm -hmm. right? They on fire for a year, right? out for six months, yeah, yep, yep. on fire for three months, yep. out for two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And depending yeah. on what your testimony, now my testimony, I was middle class. It wasn't, if I backslid, it's wrong, and right. I backslid. But it wasn't going to land me in jail. Right, right, you know right, right, I mean? right, like, right, 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 right. You weren't going to be dudes, in the trap house. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm meeting dudes that when they backslid, they selling drugs. Wow. You know, they yeah. they out there with prostitutes or yeah. they, they gang banging yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And so I saw dudes getting caught up like that. 
And I was like, man, I think one of the reasons, not the only reason, but yeah. one of the reasons because they didn't have that brotherhood. That's like right. Dudes, yeah. they could just hang with right. that love the Lord. That's even right. if you ain't talking about God. That's at right. That moment, yeah, you just right? doing life. Yeah, you just yeah. doing life and yeah. they, they love the Lord. And so I was like, you know, I want I want to start something like a brotherhood. So I started on a local level in Cleveland, and then years later in Jersey started King. Yep. But really with the same premise. That those so the the other impetus was that so one wanted the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. One thought it would help brothers stay steady in their walk, mm-hmm. but including myself. Mm-hmm. But to, the other thing was my brother. So when I get say my brother's a year younger than me. Okay. He went to Howard okay. University, okay. you know, the HBCU. Yep. And so when I get saved, I called him on the phone and we rapping. I'm like, yo, man, I was like, I'm a Christian, man. I, I gave my life to the Lord. And I'm telling him why. And he's like, yo, man, I, I feel you. I'm you know, so we prayed and yeah. he started going to like Bible studies at Howard. Yeah. It was like he he was get had gotten saved. Yep. And at the same time, the Nation of Islam, Louis Farrakhan, was getting strong. Yep. And yep. they were strong on Howard's campus. So he started going to because again, we had no biblical knowledge. Right, 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 we didn't, right. I would we was I was not a Christian because this is how you was raised. Right, or this yeah, somebody sure. was telling you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You could have easily been a Muslim if you was raised right, a Muslim. Right, right, right. It was yes. like, yo, I met Jesus. That's exactly right. right. That's I don't exactly know really right. know much at all about the Bible. I just know I met Jesus, right? And I'm starting to read the Bible and learn more about him. And so my brother's the same way. So he started going to the Muslim. They call them power studies. Okay. So he's going to those. And Farrakhan's right-hand man was leading him, Dr. Aleem Abdul-Muhammad. Yep. You know, and he's leading them, and he's sharp, you know. And he, their studies, he's like, the their format was asking you because he knew most of the kids coming were Christians, right? So they, they like, he's asking them questions. Why are you praying Jesus name? Mm. Why this? Why that? And my brother's going back to the little Christian Bible studies. And, hey, why? Why this? Why yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. They can't and even they answer. They it. can't yep. even answer. Yep, they can't and he's even like, answer. so he's getting more and more into Islam. And he goes to some churches and he sees some men that is real effeminate, yep, you know, yep, and he's yep, like, yep. man, and yeah. he see the Muslim men looking strong. Yep. And so he ultimately joins the nation. Got you. And so we now, of course, we start having these debates. Yep. And, and one of my best friends I grew up with was at Tennessee State and he didn't join the nation, but he was very influenced by the nation. Mm-hmm. He had, quote unquote, gotten saved too. Mm-hmm. And then came and start studying Islam and Afrocentric. Ultimately, he became very Afrocentric. Gotcha. That kind of became his faith. Yep. Um, but they they killing me. Right, 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 oh, right. That's yeah. the white man's religion. Yep, yep, you know, yep, yep, we, yep. we was like, man, we only Christians because they gave it to us in slavery and you know, make us better slaves and block. They killing me. Yep. And I'm I don't have no answer. All I'm like is look, man. I met Jesus. I know Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wasn't no racist, right? I'm like, ain't nothing in the Bible about racism. Yep. Je- look at where Jesus lived. He yeah. wasn't white like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, he's yeah, from. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's all I can say, though. Yep. And so after, like, it was almost, it was like God said, you know what? You stood up solely on faith. Mm-hmm. You didn't have Facts. the knowledge. You just knew me. Yep. And after I did that, it was like I started coming across all these books about African church history. I'm talking about in 1989. Wow. In 1990. 
I was reading books about how St. Augustine was African. Yeah. And many of the other church fathers, Tertullian and, and, and yeah. Athanasius and Origen were African. And Ethiopia was the first Christian nation in the world. Yeah. And I'm, I'm reading this. I start getting books on blacks in the Bible yeah. and stuff. Ultimately, I start teaching seminars on, on African church history and black presence in the Bible and stuff. But the the debates I had with my brother, one day we we debating. This is a couple years later. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, you know why I became a Muslim instead of a Christian? He said, because the men I saw in the mosque looked more like the men I read about in the Bible than the men I saw in the church. And I was like, Sheesh. yeah, you know. And so, but I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm meeting cats, though. That are that are real, right? Exactly. I'm meeting real dudes. Yeah, like they're yeah, not yeah, the yeah, stereotype yeah. of the charlatan or yep. the womanizer yep. or the yep. you know the guy that just grew up in like they yeah. were real cats yeah. that that were serving the Lord. And I was like, man, we we got to come together because the image of Christian men, particularly in the African American community. Is soft, yep. effeminate, yep. Uh, or you a scam artist? Yeah, you just doing it you for the pimp. money for the women. You yeah. a pimp, yeah, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, those of us who are real, we need to unite for sure. And so we would have a greater witness yep. if we united and yeah. we could accomplish more for the kingdom. And so ultimately, all of those things coming together are what led me to start the kingdom. Yeah, you know. <sighs> Y'all want some water? I'm, it's something I'm in that Gucci. fridge. I do. Okay, right behind yeah. you. Can you hear me? You want you good? I'm good right now. Right, oh yeah, it's I'm propel, good. So if you want, it's flavored water. If you want. You, you All right. So so okay. so, listen, man. I I've been holding this pen in my head, uh, uh, throughout this conversation, that I want to go back to either one before before we be, before we move forward. Thank you, man. I have heard everything you said. <laughs> I resonate with everything you're saying. <laughs> and do you know what's still stuck in my head? I put a pen there because I, I, I'm i like, Holy Spirit, if you want me to go back to it, I go back to it. But da, 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 da. I'm about to jump out of my skin about this whole premise about arranged marriages. <laughs> Fam, it took everything in me not to like, bro. <laughs> because I started thinking, how many people are in a relationship with Jesus as the bride, right? Right. Male right, or female, you, right. you, you, you're going to be a bride, okay? Right, <laughs> get over right. that, right? <laughs> I know it's 2023, but get over that, right? You're going to be a bride. We are part of, we're, we are the body of Christ. We are, we are his bride. Right. But how many are in an arranged marriage <sighs> versus I fell in love with him? Right. And even if you present me with whatever actual factuals you think you have, white man's religion, yep, yep. this, that, and the other, it was written, flawed. Right. This is King Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. This is King James. <laughs> right, right. And James ain't even a name <laughs> in Hebrew. It's Jacob. Right. It's Jake. And how come you won't call him Yeshua? You call him Jesus. <laughs> and how come you won't refer to him as Yahweh? You call him God. Right. I've right, heard it all. Right. 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 And I'm still 10 toes down. Amen. Amen, bro. And Jesus Christ is Lord and God raised him from the dead. Amen. How do I know that? Because the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives in me. Amen. That's how Amen. he testifies that he's alive. He's Amen. the one that got him up. Amen. I don't need the data. Mm. I don't need the video. 
Right. The same spirit <laughs> that got him up lives in me, right. and he testifies through my body that he is alive. Mm. And one day mm. we're going to all meet him again. Like, mm. with a gun to my head, I can't take that back. Right. I kiss right. Juliet, Nathan, and no, and tell him bye. <laughs> hey, amen. Before I, I can't go, I can't turn around on that fact. Well, it's like, remember what the disciples said? Well, Jesus had said something. I think it was eat you eat my you must eat my flesh and drink my blood. And a lot six. of the followers left. Flip that day. And he said he looked at the disciples, said, Y'all leaving too? And they was like, <laughs> Where are we gonna go? As I feel I, years ago, I may have still been at Oberlin, but it, it was shortly around that time. I said to myself, I was like, Man, if everybody leave Jesus, I ain't leaving. I can't I I, where I don't, else I don't, would I go? Right. Where if everybody leaves Jesus, I, I ain't leaving. <laughs> you know <laughs> the way to eternal life. Down, yeah, like, like you said. I can't. I, I was I was with uh Nathan and Noah last week, and you know, we had to have some character formation, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so um uh in character formation, now that they're teenage boys, 15 and 13, mm-hmm. it ain't the belt no more. Right. I right. got these dudes doing push-ups and bear crawls. Oh, that's good. Through like that. wet, sticky, <laughs> icky grass. I'm like, please don't let them get bit by a snake because we on three acres, and I'm like, right, we in the country. Right. I'm like, I don't. If my kids die during this punishment, <laughs> I'm gonna take a L, right? But but um uh, I one of my sons lied about something, and the the, the other one told the truth but then in front of his brother started to like try to low-key lie or lie to lie again right to, to well be maybe, right maybe i didn't maybe i didn't see what he did mm. like bro you didn't already told the truth don't don't cover right right so i bring him to the side and i say hey uh i know you were telling the truth the first time why did you go back and tried to alter right, it later right. in front of your brother. I said, here's what I need you to know. You don't ever lie to right. cover your brother. Right. Don't ever put anybody in a position. Don't don't ever put yourself in a position with anybody to compromise your character and integrity. Right. I Amen. said, if your mama puts you in a situation where you have to lie, air her out. <laughs> if I put right. you in a situation right. where you have to lie and compromise your integrity, air me right. out. I said, I will, I said, if it came down to the truth of your mama, <laughs> your mama out there. <laughs> like, like I was like, I, nah, I'm that's, trying to that's set, integrity, bro. I'm trying to set right. this precedent where it's like, bro, the standards up here. Yeah. And even if your yep. blood brother falls below it, you ain't a snitch because you told the truth. Right. Right. Right, you ain't airing him out like with these details. Of da, da, da. What you t- you just standing on the truth. Yep. And if the truth exposes him as a liar, I yep. came from that old school church. That old school church of if the truth kill a man, let him die. Right. <laughs> I came from that. You know what I mean? Amen. So so there's a there's this, but that only comes from people that fall in love with him. And this premise of arranged marriages is like literally like, I bro, I'm like. As you were talking about it, I'm literally going through my mind like, he in an arranged marriage, he in an arranged marriage, <laughs> she in an arranged marriage. Like, it was like, this was right. th- This was expected of you. Right. 
and plan for you. Right. As a and you live your life that way. There's right. this kind of like, yeah. But you know, like like Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruit. Right? And right. so that's how you know who's in the arranged marriage. That's and right. And obviously, we're not saying any of us are perfect. No, absolutely. But are you striving? That, are you that's trying? It. Are you that's fighting it. a good that's fight? That's exactly right. That that's how that's how we know to me yep. who's in the arranged marriage and who really loves him. Absolutely correct. And he even said it in uh, you know, Matthew 7. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't I do this in your name, that in your name? He'll say, I never knew you. That's right. You know, and so, and that's the thing, like about Christianity is it, it can be a challenge to transfer the faith from one generation to the next. Absolutely because correct. you gotta meet him for yourself. That that's I the can thing. put you in the position that's exactly right. But you gotta meet, but I think if you like the Bible addresses it. Raise them up in the way they should go. When That's they're right. older, they won't depart. They right. may stray, but right. they're going to come back. Right. And, like, I, my wife and I, I was telling her, like, my daughter's 25 years old. They love the Lord. Yep. And my daughters are very successful. One, you know, they both graduated college in four years. One yep. went to Michigan. One went to Penn. One is now getting her Ph.D. One is now successful, you know, in her job. And I tell my wife, I'm like, our greatest achievement as parents is that they love the Lord. Absolutely correct. That's the greatest. I mean, Absolutely it's great correct. that they yeah. doing this and doing that. Our yeah. greatest achievement is yep. that they love the Lord. Yep. And growing up, my I've told them, like, my whole thing for them, like, if you want to be a teacher, doctor, lawyer, housewife, whatever yeah. you chose to be, yep. as long as it was, you know, leg legal, yep. <laughs> I'm fine with it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. But what I what to me, what I really want yep, beyond sure. anything is that y'all know Jesus that's Christ exactly right. for yourself. That's exactly right. And you right. love him. And yeah. so, yeah, man, that's, um. but like I said, I think if we just live it. That's right. We live it. Yeah. In front, and, and like you said, just live life that's in right. Christ. That's right. Your children will see that. But, um, but yeah, uh, generate. You can't get saved off your parents' salvation. Absolutely not. Right or based on them. You gotta nah. know Jesus for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So so um, you've scaled this discipleship process um, in uh, in ways that I would feel would make the average church envious. Because um, so many churches say that discipleship is a priority within right. the ethos of the organization, but they have a very difficult time having any success. Right. Um, how were you able to take it from this desire that you just had like I, I want brothers right you know what I mean right. I, I had that with my frat right. and I, and and I've seen these dudes have it with their gangs and have it with Islam you right. know, nation of Islam right. like like fruit of Islam like well, how, how do I how does it go because it, it's it, it's more than a notion when you when you found something and organize it and bring right. structure oh, yeah. to it and da da da, da, da. Yeah. some people can do it as long as it's loose yeah, but the moment it needs structure, <laughs> right? You know what I mean, and Absolutely. and then needs money, and then yep. needs 
you know, how, how did that happen? Well, one, you know, God blessed me to be around brothers that would aid me and yep. brothers that, again, all of us really love the Lord. Yep. So one, other brothers that are solid in their walk, but also we just regular dudes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're not religious. Mm -hmm. um, we just... We hoop, you know, we just yeah. regular cats, yeah, yeah, but we sure. love Jesus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what King is about. It is not religious. It's not, you know, staid yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah, boring yeah. and yeah. dull yeah. and all that. So there's that. Um, so I think that's part of it. Yep. But I also think, like, we address real issues. So we have about 20 chapters throughout the country. Yeah. They meet monthly. And at our meetings, it's real talk. Yep. So, like, we've had meetings where, you know, we talk about pornography yeah. or alcohol addiction yeah. or drug addiction, whatever it might be. And brothers have admit, you know, they're struggling with pornography yeah. or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And so we don't condemn, yep. but we try to lift you up. Like, there might be a brother there that, yeah, I, I, he struggled with it and how he came through it. Yep. So we really talk these things out. There's accountability. There's encouragement. Brothers that went through it share with you how they got out of it. Yep. And there's obviously prayer about that. But it's, it's really addressing the real issues. For sure. You know, I think that's critical to it. Um, and then also, like, God has the platform he's given me as a broad, sports writer yeah. and sports broadcaster has definitely helped. For sure. Because, you know, I mean, it's people are attracted to that. That's and I'm exactly like, God, right. use whatever yeah, you want to use. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I know, I, I've said that in this day and age, 2023, it's probably true throughout history, but 2023, we need people, we need people in our American society that people admire for various reasons. They admire you because you're a great athlete. They admire yep. you because you're a great journalist because yep. you're rich because yep. you're smart because yep. you're whatever they admire you for something you've achieved That's or right. your character or whatever yep. and then it's like oh and he's a Christian so that will be a witness to people because the stereotype like America trying to act like the only people in the Christianity are uh, you know poor whites and, you know, uh, superstitious, ignorant Negroes right, and Hispanics right. yep. and, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. and, and real people that are smart, people yep. that are classy, yep. people that are this or that yep. or that achieve. They don't nah, yeah. they don't fool with that. Yeah, they yeah, pass yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not the case. At all. Right. <laughs> right. We got receipts for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so Absolutely. people need to see, that's man, great. I dig dude as a broadcaster. Oh, and he loved Jesus. That's a witness. So I think that's God has used my platform to as a draw yeah. as well. Yep. And as you know, I mean, man, it's become part of my brand. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. like people love it or hate it. People yeah. are like, oh, he, he, he love he about Jesus. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? They Absolutely. might not like it. That's right. They might like it. Yeah, yeah. But they know, oh, that's that he about yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You know, and so God uses that as well. For sure. Man, I, I almost left. I when I first started my career, and again, you know, by that point I'm saved. Yep. I'm on fire. Yep. 
I thought I was only gonna be in sports writing for about five years mm. at the most. Mm. I was like, man, I I, I want to do. Yeah, I want to reach men for the Lord. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to you know re I want to help African Americans yep. through the gospel. Yeah, all that stuff. And I I I was enrolled, accepted, applied, accepted, enrolled in seminary probably three or four times. Wow. And about to leave my career, and it never. For one reason or another, it just never worked out. Yep. And so, um, God, I've, like now I speak at some of the biggest churches in the country. I, coming out of seminary, I wouldn't have <laughs> had that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And so God has, it's all in his plan, man. He's lifted me up, exalted me, and given me this platform. And, you know, I want to use it to the best of my ability for his glory. And so that's helped the King movement as well. All right, bro. So so I didn't know we would go in this direction. Or I should say, I didn't know I was about to take it in this direction. <laughs> but I had I wrote something on Thread, which Thread is like Instagram's version of right, Twitter, right? Right, 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 right. So, so um, I wrote something on Thread this morning, and it was inspired by the text message you sent me to give me kind of context to, right. to everything, which I knew everything except... Uh, about the Odd Couple, right? right? So, right. Um, if y'all don't, Odd Couple is a podcast, well, pod, radio show, radio but show, they, but they put it on a podcast. Okay, too. Yep. yeah, radio podcast radio show, yeah. uh, with Rob Parker um, that Chris does as well, and that's on Sirius XM. It's on iHeart yeah, Sports Radio, iHeart Radio app, and Sirius XM channel eighty three. Yep. So yep. if you're a sports fan, and, 10 Eastern, yep. and you're already watching First Things First, you can also watch. Uh, uh, the odd couple with Chris and Rob. So, so, um, you send me all this, right? So obviously when, 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 because I wanted to meet with you, right? Yeah. Th this was my, there's certain people they'll say, Hey, would you like to meet with this dude? Or this person reached out? Da, 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 da. And there's certain people that I'm like, if I had, I want to get him. If, <laughs> right. if I got, if I got to choose somebody to come <laughs> in the basement, I wanted to be him. And I'm a huge sports fan. So, um, and then when I found out about your faith, I'm like, and then God gave me this platform. Right. I'm like, I Amen. would love to have the conversation, right? So you send me all all these data points, and I'm going through them. Obviously, I had done my research on you, but I get to kind of see it all at one time. Right. Right. And so I watched the I watched the um, the video you sent about the King uh, organization. Uh, I see uh, uh, the collaboration you're going to be doing in March of 2024. Right. 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 Around the summit, the it, King summit, the yep. King at summit the word church. Um, yep. yep. Word church. Shout out to uh, uh, Pastor R.A. Vernon. Yep. Um, then there's uh, uh, something you're doing with MLK. Yeah. A share the share the dream project. Yep. I did it with Matt Daniels, who's a Caucasian brother. Yep. And it's basically, you know, we're looking our we all know. Our society, it's probably in my lifetime never been more polarized. Oh, for sure. At least that I, I remember, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so he's trying to address that polarization, or we're trying to address that polarization and bring people together through six principles of Dr. King's life and Great. teaching. So Great. justice, perseverance, love, hope, courage, freedom, things yep. like that. Okay. So um, and there's videos, um, there it's a book. But we want churches and schools yep. and other organizations 
to take this material and teach it to the youth and, and, and adults as well. For sure. And try to bring some civility yes. to our society. Absolutely. Because you know, we, like, that's what I say to people, even as, as a Christian, like, we're a pluralistic society. Right. All right. So, yeah, okay. I, you can do what you want to do and you live your life and it's a pluralistic society. You can do that. But the same goes for me. Right. You have to you have to make space for the yeah, Christians too. And and keeping it real for the Muslims and the Jews absolutely. too. Absolutely. Who wanna cause we we as you know, we have similar moral principles. Right. Absolutely correct. Different religions. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. so you have to make way for them as well. And so that's that's what share the dream is. No, about. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, so so I'm looking at all this stuff, right? Like kind of yep. succinctly. And it immediately dawns on me. And this is this is probably just confirmation for you. I doubt it's an aha. But it was an aha for me. Seeing it all, like, just being able to scroll and tap, 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 tap. Chris Broussard is an apostle. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is clearly apostolic work. And so it leads to this thread. <laughs> Four hours ago, right. just so you know, the right. timestamp, just typing my thoughts here. Perhaps modern day apostles should just go make, take <laughs> a lot of money from their skill sets and help build churches while they disciple their employees, partners, vendors, or whatever. They can add value to the church and add members to the church from the outside in ways they'd never be able to do from the inside. Amen. Amen to that, brother. You got 20 chapters with King. Yep. If you go through seminary, were you going to have 20 churches? No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nah, you you know, you write on the money. In fact, I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody. Um, in the black community, when we, like, we feel, you know, you feel the call to yeah. do something for the Lord. Yeah. We automatically think pastor, right? That's why, whether it's L.A., Newark, New York, uh, Birmingham, yep. Cleveland, <laughs> Miami, wherever it is, you go to the black neighborhood, you're going to see churches all over, all the, over place, the place next yes, to sir. each other. Yes, sir. Got 10 members in each one of them, the yep. storefronts. All, because we think, oh, I want to, you know, you rightly, I, man, yeah. I've got to do something for the Lord. Yeah. I wanna, and we think pastor. Now, I do think there's some historical reason for that. In I that, do too. Up until a few decades, last few decades, as African Americans, your jobs were your job options were very limited. Oh, absolutely! Right? Yeah. It was I'm a I'm a laborer. That's I'm right. a domestic worker. I'm yep. a farmer. Yep. I'm a teacher. Yep. Or I'm a pastor. And on top of I'm all gonna... of that, in society, I'm a nigger with a yes. hard R yes. or a boy. Yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. So I'm in a I'm looked at down. From society, yep. and then my the only jobs I can connect to are those that are in a kind of servant type, yep. of, a service industry role. Yep. So the black church was the only place where you could have a title that brought you dignity. Right. That's why titles are right. so important in the black community. Absolutely. So whether you pastor, bishop, head usher, right. church right. mother, <laughs> right. deacon, deacon, right, deaconess, right reverend, right, reverend. Right. 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 all those titles are like almost white knuckled. <laughs> Yep. Because it's like, this is the only place I'm ever going to be. Yep. Somebody. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And yeah, you're right. And so, so because of that, and again, it's not even a, 
it's not a criticism. Nope. It's, it's based in the history of our people. For sure. It's an observation. But what happens is, like, we don't have many parachurch ministries. Right. And so in the white community, you do have, you got athletes in action. You got all these ministries that aren't in the church. Yep. But they're doing Christian ministry, yep, right? Yep. And so that's what King is. King is a parachurch ministry. And it, it is one of the few, and I don't even know the others if there are. Yep. But it's one of the few national, national yep. men's ministries that's run by African Americans. Yeah. Well, th- that when I when I watched the video, that's when it that's when my aha clicked. I'm like, this is an apostolic. This is an apostolic movement because this is the work of apostles. Mm-hmm. They apostles are sent to build so they can build to send. Amen. That's what apostles do. That's why Jesus is our chief apostle. Amen. He's the first one sent right to build, <laughs> right? Right. And then right. he builds disciples yep. who become apostles. And, and they keep doing them. the work. And they right. keep doing and that's what's been happening for the last two thousand something years. Amen. So Amen. when when you think about it, it I'm a nerd. So uh <laughs> uh Ephesians 4 11, just so y'all have context to this. Now these are the gifts Christ gave the church. So the Holy Spirit has gifts that he gives the body, but then there's gifts that Christ gave the church. The gifts that Christ gave the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and mm-hmm. the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility combined, it didn't say like separate out, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. They don't all do it the same way. This will continue, (laughs) that's why it's continuing, until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Mm. That's the... Mm. Mm. That's the that's the assignment. Right. So for me, I'm like literally I, I I'm I'm gonna say you're the only you're only the second person I'm about to say this to. Mm. I think. And Hector, you'll be able to because it's been on the pod. And so I'm almost certain he's the second person I'm saying this to. I am so grateful we didn't lose you to the church. <laughs> Like hey, I man, think the biggest L we could have taken is for Christopher Broussard <laughs> to have become a lead pastor. Pastor Christopher Broussard. Right, like, like, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, because right. No, I, a I local body would have been blessed. Yeah. But then we would have lost the national impact right. that God called you for. Right. Nah, man. And look, and, and it's interesting because I knew, I always felt like, man, I'm, I'm not trying to be a pastor. Yeah. Like, I'm not caught. But I didn't really know another route to get into ministry. I was like, I guess I should go to seminary. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, okay, and, can, and can over, I take time, slower yeah. over time, it dawned, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It dawned on me what the Lord was doing. But yeah. yeah. Okay, so, le- but let's go a little bit slower than that. Would you also say that based on like the way the church is set up, this is like the only options you're given for those with a communication gift or a speaking gift. To pastor? To pastor. 
for the most part, it's like for the most part, there's some oh, exceptions. Oh, you can teach, but yeah, yeah, you, yep. like it's like oh, you 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 can communicate. So be a preacher, right? And it's usually like pastor, evangelist, go over to youth group, go over. So we slot yep. you into four or five places. But then what if God brings you like a hundred people with speaking gifts? Right. Are we about what to fight for these four slots? <laughs> you can't bring everybody on staff. Nah, that's true. So that's true. It, it's like the the. And I, I do not expect this from those that are called to pastor. And this is why this is why together we all need each Amen. other, right? Apostles, Amen. prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We need each other. It needs to be collaboration. Because a pastor by default is married to the church. Right. So right. they don't ever want to see anybody leave the sheepfold. Right. They are gutted right. <laughs> when somebody leaves, right? right. The teachers want to instruct. I want yep. you in class. Yeah. Right? The evangelists want to gather. Yeah. They draw. Come here. Come here. Right? The prophets are pointing out. They're, they're, they're right. prophesying. Da, 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 da. The apostles are the only ones that are like, yeah, go. Go do you. <laughs> hey, bro. That's, 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 wow. I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. Go do you. That, that's the only Let one. Let God use you. Let God use you. You don't mm. get that from a, from a pastoral gift. So right. if a pastor is not in in connection or relationship with an apostle they see people leaving as like a personal indictment right. like what what was going on here you know how it is you leave you leave a church and, oh and my people goodness. say you leave a black church it's like you you left the family it is you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah <laughs> it's it what what i've noticed is even when we use like like the 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 idioms of like a spiritual son and a daughter mm -hmm. and, a, and, a, and, a, mm -hmm. and a spiritual father and a mother the relationship actually plays out more like a marriage than it does like a family unit. Cause, cause your daughters, do they still live here? No, <laughs> no. Right. Did, did no. you expect them to stay with you? No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Okay. So, so, so there is a, that parents know that you raise your children to leave. Yep. Pastors That's don't good. know that. That's good. But we're calling them parents. Right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Man, you're dropping nuggets. You know what I'm saying? So so it's like, like, like if you if you if you feel like, you know what, I you raised me spiritually. I I'm strong enough. It's time for me to yeah. go into whatever God has me for. If the pastor feels like y'all getting a divorce, right. was I your son? Was it right? Or was I your spouse? Right. Like there you go. You know that's what I mean? Real. Like you can't hold me like that, fam. Like that's not gonna be No, nah, that's and, and one thing we tell I tell brothers in King, I tell them like First of all, it's, this is not Chris Broussard Ministries. Not that there's anything right. wrong with yeah, yeah, naming for sure. the ministry. Yeah, absolutely. But I was like, this isn't Chris Broussard Ministries, and it's not about Chris Broussard. Right, right. It's about all of us working together to help build the kingdom of God. And I'm like, take ownership of king for yourself. That's so right. whatever God may be putting on your heart to do for, you know, through yeah. king, yeah. Do as long as it's in line with biblical principles and, you know, what we're about, I'm good with it, yeah. you know, and um, that's important, man. Yeah. And uh, and I tell brothers like, look, don't we not gonna let ego, yep, uh, or the lust for power, yep, you know, ruin our organization? Because I say, look, I'm not. I said, I'm already famous. Yep, I got money. I'm not doing this for fame or money. Yes, sir. I'm doing this for the Lord. Absolutely correct. So everybody else should be doing this for the Lord. Don't come in here because you want to attach to me or 
You just want, oh, I can get in there That's right. and get me a little name for myself That's and right. get some power and get some yeah. influence. Yeah. No, this is about God. And, you know, I, we try to have that spirit permeate the organization. Yep. You know, because you we as you know, we've seen many ministries, many organizations broken up because of ego. Yes. Oh, and, for sure. Or, the, or, or fighting for fame or yeah. money or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't need none of that. Yeah, I'm not sure. doing it for that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, okay, so I just had a I just had like another freaking aha moment. <laughs> and that is, and I'm gonna give y'all Bible for this. I don't know if I know any broke apostles. Mm. True apostles. Right. Not like I'm an apostle. <laughs> right, right, right. And you got one and a half churches under you. Right, right, and, right, right. And ninety-two right, percent right. of it of them have your last name. Right, right. Or or they only lost your last name by marriage. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you're really an apostle. <laughs> apostle of what, right? But and now let me say when I when I say not broke, I'm not saying I'm not also saying rich. What I'm saying is Jesus is our is our chief apostle, right? He got money. Yep. Does he have money on him? No, but he can get it out of a fish's mouth. Right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> right. He he Amen. Can, he can he can run up on a fisherman's business and make it the most profitable day they've had in the history of their fishing company. Right. Facts. Um, Facts. Uh, Peter tells uh, the lame man at the gate called Beautiful. He's patting his pocket. Silver and gold, I don't have, but I got power. Rise up and walk. Amen. So I, when I say not broke, I'm not saying they they walking around with stacks and right. pinky rings. Right. Paul saying, hey, uh, I get money from everywhere I go, but I defraud myself when I go to Corinth. <laughs> like, I've never right, even... Right, I, right, right, right. I don't even right. care. Like, I don't even come here looking for money. Y'all are so sexually perverted. <laughs> I don't even want to draw your attention away from purity by asking you about money, right? Amen. So, so, Amen. so how Amen. about... Y'all just do right. I don't even want no money from you. I'll get it from Macedonia. I'll get, I'll get a bag from anywhere else. I'll get it from Ephesus, Philippi. But I don't even frustrate y'all like that. Good, and That's I can good. I can pitch a tent whenever I got get ready. So go. if it comes down to it, and I got I'm a dual citizen. Right. I'm not out here struggling like some of y'all Jewish people under right. Roman occupation. I'm a Roman citizen. Right. There you go. So. So so there's there is riches in other ways. And I think that's why they're able to be so freeing and releasing to others because they're right. like, man, I ain't gonna even hold you like that. Like no, I, I don't need absolutely. you being here, don't make me or break me. Absolutely. I don't need nothing from you. Yep. So how about you just take this blessing? <laughs> absolutely. And go about your business. Cause I'm good. Absolutely. I think those are the only pe th those people can impact the body of Christ without perverting it. Yep. Because your motives aren't making money off of the body of Christ. And I'm not trying to insult, but you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's not my livelihood. Nah, nah. Right? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. You rep King because this is a this is an outworking of the passion that lives yeah. in your heart. Yeah. As opposed to like, hey man, make sure. <laughs> I'll pay these bills, bro. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to laugh, but it's you true. know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just see too many people feeling like God called me to do this, but you desperate. Right. I mean, I got people that like 
literally are thinking like, man, if I get on the basement, my book sales will take off. Yep. That, right. Like it's this will put me on. Well, and you know what? I think that during the time of the quote unquote prosperity gospel, I met I knew people who really loved the Lord. Yeah. And really, you know, felt called and wanted to do ministry. But their motives got a bit twisted mm -hmm. because it was like, while I knew they loved the Lord, they did. They also wanted that big church, that huge church, you know, and, and to be on TV and to be living lavishly yes, like sir. some of these ministers on TV. Yes, sir. And so, like you to your point, that, you know, when you have those motives, even if you really love the Lord, they can mess you up. That's exactly and that's right. What's happened. That that happened with a lot of people. Uh, uh my my homie Nor Nona Jones said this, uh, and I had to write it down. She said, "You will not be a light in darkness if you admire the darkness." Oh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Nona. She'll be she'll be on she'll be in the basement that's real. soon. That's I, real. I I I feel like um to your point, I don't think anybody gets in the ministry with the thought. I can't and I can't wait to embarrass your name, Jesus. Like you know what I mean? Right. I can't right. wait to influence right. a lot of people and then fall flat on my right. face in front of those people <laughs> and have to apologize for lying and you know nobody nobody does that. But some along the way, if there's anything in you that's enamored, yeah, right. We're supposed to be in the world but not of it, right? Paul right. is not in front of. Festus or uh any of the any of the uh was it Agrippa? Agrippa like wow right king of yo. right 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 oh I'm up in here I'm yo and I'm, then like <laughs> that's true God's opening doors for me no that's right. Satan right that's Satan opening up that's a, a great trap point, for man. you that's a great you, point you know what I mean so yep. there there has to be you, you and that happens too much like I I tell men I'm like, like if you're talking about sexual purity and all that stuff, like, I'm like, look, man, because <laughs> I tell what I tell brothers is when you living for the Lord. Yeah. You're the prototype. You are what a man is supposed to be. Facts. You faithful to your wife. You're Facts. raising your children. You're providing for your family. You're living for God. Yep. You're helping others, whatever. That's the prototypical man. Yes, sir. So when you walk, don't walk ashamed. Nah. Don't walk like nah. You know, you know, you ashamed of how you living. That's right. Be Jesus walked with authority. He did because he knew I am walking like a man is supposed to walk. That's exactly right. And Christian men need to walk like we're the prototypical man. Now it ain't arrogance and no. self righteousness because uh -uh. we're only that because he created That's exactly us that right. way. That's exactly he right. He made us that. Jesus That's made right. us that. But we are the prototypical man. And I say to brothers, like, look, I, a lot of y'all privately, you envying the Playboy, you envying the Mac, right? Now you you might not be out there doing nah, that, but you but privately you, you kind of wish you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right? living you through Drake. You would like to, right, right, right. Like you, you. Yeah, man, yeah. that boy, he got it going. And man, I wish I could do that. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shouldn't. Nah, you should nah. feel sorry for A that. Absolutely, brother. absolutely right? correct. Absolutely correct. And I say this, man. And obviously, I met I met a ton of famous people. 
I wouldn't trade places with nobody. I wouldn't trade places with the best basketball player in the world. Yes, sir. The best football player in the world. Yep. The president, the richest dude yeah, in the world. for sure. Because I don't know what what that dude, Mm-mm. I don't know what's in his mind. Nope. I don't know what he's battling right. with. And I'm not trying to imply that everybody out there nah. got some secrets. No, 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 no. Absolutely. I'm just saying, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What That's right. you, yeah, absolutely, what, what really yeah. is going on nah. in your life? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know my life, absolutely, and correct. I know God got me, and I know whatever I'm battling with, He got, He gonna over, sure. help me overcome. Yep. But I'm, I'm not trying to trade plays with nobody, and so men, I'm like, man, stop envying the Playboy. Yeah, absolutely correct. Stop envying the Max. Stop yeah. envying the Pimp. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, yeah. especially you, a man of God. Yeah, for sure. And so that's part of like. We need to walk with the authority I agree. of a, that a man a guy should walk with. You look at the men in the Bible, they was they walked strong. And and you notice in the Bible, there's not a dearth of men. They're not a lack of men of God. Why in the church in America is there a lack of men of God? Right? We something we're not doing right, like. I don't look in the Bible and be, and it's all women. And God bless the sisters, because they were there too, obviously, right? Absolutely. They saw Jesus. For sure. They, they did their thing Absolutely. too. Absolutely. But in America, it's lopsided, right? It's, too, it's way more women than men living for God. So why? It wasn't that way in biblical times. And so they, but the, again, those men in the Bible, they walked and lived a certain way. And we, so... To your point, man, you can't overcome. You can't be envying the, the even the rich dude, right? You know, right? The the, the power monger, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, you okay. can't be envying that. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right, bro. So, 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 so. Uh, ooh, first, let me say. Okay, so um, I always one of the calibrations I always make uh, when it comes to Jesus's impact during his earthly ministry is that Jesus didn't hang around sinners. Like, this is the, the, the this is like the the perspective people try to have. Oh, like, I'm, right. I'm going out to reach the lost and da 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 Because right. that's where Jesus would have been, right? Right, 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 right Jesus right. would be at the bar. And right, Jesus would right, be right. at the strip club. Right. And Jesus would be here. And Jesus would be here. And I, I'm like, okay, but let's calibrate. Let's, let's tweak the perspective. Jesus didn't hang around sinners. Sinners hung around Jesus. Mm, mm. That, that comes from being the type of compelling man that people they are like, to bro, who? Right, right, dude right, is right. just different. That's I need to be. They, they was attached to him. Hey, yo, Zacchaeus climbed a tree, fam. <laughs> right. Let, forget right. about being short in stature. This is a corrupt tax collector that's been defrauding his own people. He hears Jesus coming through town. Mm. Homie mm. just wants to get a look at him. Right. Right. You got to be living some type of life right. for a grown man. Forget stature. He's a grown man who's right. already paid. Who's like, I just got to see this dude. And he's up in a tree just to get a look. That's not blind Bartimaeus about to call right. on him, nothing. Right. He was content with a look as right. he went by. And Jesus looks up and goes, hey, bro, I'm coming to your house for dinner tonight. Right. Zacchaeus right. invites all his other corrupt homies <laughs> <laughs> and then repents. And Jesus says, there's not a truer son of Abraham yep. than homie right here. Yep. That, that, that's not yep. some feeble dude 
I've just come to die right. for y'all. Right, right, right. I won't be around long. Like, like right. you know what I mean? This dude is like in your face. Yup. And when you live like a man of God and you're not ashamed of it. And you're you respected just, like one. Living, you, you will be respected and people Trust. will be attracted they will. to that and drawn to it. And again, being that man of God is not, because you know, there are some who may, they may be legit Christians and God has blessed them with wealth yeah. and success and all that. Yeah. But, and they let arrogance get in there. Yeah, man. Right? Or, yeah, or man. I can't be around certain people, so-and-so, or I can't, yeah. you know, like, that's the, weird. even some yeah. pastors do they, that. They do. Right? They don't do. touch me. Yeah. That wasn't Jesus. <laughs> right? Touch, don't touch me. You can't even touch some dudes. Like, Jesus oh wasn't rocking God. like that. Nah, Jesus fam. walking through the multitudes. They yeah. touching him of his garment. All, like, that's the man of God. Because, again, you can point to some dude. Oh, he really successful. Yeah. God is blessing him. Man, powerful man of God. Yeah. But the regular average person can't touch him. Yeah, for sure. You know? And, yeah. And, and so, th that's like being that man of God. If you just regular and and... I mean, with me, like one thing that helps me as I've gotten successful, some worldly success, I know is my testimony. Yeah, for sure. Like I know that just having the quote unquote American dream is not going to satisfy you. So why would I sell out Jesus for more money? Mm -mm. Why would I sell out Jesus for a higher position? Right. When I know. That higher position without God right. is not nah. going to cut it. Yeah. I did a I did a little uh, video last week, I think it was. You know, it was about the Diddy and Cassie thing. And I was like, and I had thought this before, but that just kind of sparked me to do it. It's too many people, man. I mean, you meet so many people who want fame. Yes. Right? They just want, they want to be famous as a, whether it's an entertainer or an athlete or whatever, and the parents are pushing them. They, yes, they sir. want fame. They want yeah. fame. They want fame. Yeah. And I'm like, and they'll do anything to get it. And I'm like, man, fame, <laughs> you can't live off fame. You can't, man. Right? You yeah. can't, you can't, you can't live off people wanting to take a picture with you. No. <laughs> right? After no. a while, it's like, now look, I, I think the benefits of fame. One, people do give you things. They do. Right? Absolutely. That you get free things. Uh -huh. a, that's a benefit. But the biggest benefit to me, and, and obviously you can make money. Yeah, you for sure. You make money. Yeah. But the impact you can have on people. That's exactly right. That's what I love most about fame is that you can, right, you that's can exactly reach people right. and yep. impact their lives positively. Yeah. But if you're not in it to impact people's lives positively, then... It can destroy you. And look, I'm not even going to name names, but look at how many legends, just let's say singers, died tragic. Yes, Or sir. their lives were tragic. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, you are pushing your child or you want, your whole goal is to be that. Yep. And look at that person's life. Absolutely. I, again, I'm not going to say names, but I said to my wife recently, I was like, so-and-so, and she, she became incredibly famous. Le she's a legend. Yep. I said so and so would have been better off mm. if they had never become mm. famous. Mm -hmm. Now we might have missed out on that great gift of right. music that right. they gave us. But their but quality you look at of their life. Li right. The quality of their life 
as this legendary, incredibly wealthy figure, their life was freaking terrible. Yeah, bro. No, no, I'm with you. So I'm why are you. you giving up? You're you're giving up your manhood. Yep, yep. You're giving up your, you know, as a woman, your sexual purity, whatever. Yep, yep. You're doing all these things yep. you don't really want to do or that you know you shouldn't do yep. to get a get fame. Yep. And at the end, fame is not gonna make you happy anyway. All right. So you say you're not gonna name names. <laughs> I will. Uh and, and I'm I'm using I'm using this particular family unit because it's j- just so public and we have enough years. To be able to look back on it in hindsight and be like, dang. Right. Joe Jackson hold out his sons. Man. He hold out his sons, right? It's, it's, now, do do we who? love, do we love pre-pubescent Michael Jackson singing I saw ABC, Mommy Keegan, the, right. uh, kissing Santa Claus right. and ABC and what we love it. Yeah. But but we got to see. We got to see this boy grow up and need the equivalent of a tranquilizer that would put an elephant to sleep. Mm. 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 Just so that boy could close his eyes yep. and he did not weigh 200 pounds. Yep. Yep. Everybody in this that. room right now put their head on their pillow last night without the assistance of fentanyl. Yep. I'm almost certain. I don't have a prophetic <laughs> gift. There's no discernment operating. But I think the four of us here right, got right, to sleep last right, night right. without the assistance of fentanyl. Yeah. Let alone a dose that would knock out an elephant. Mm, 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 mm. So if you are the king of pop and you have a your publishing catalog mm. is worth more. Than most people singing right now, worth more than Taylor Swift, right? right worth more right. than Beyonce, right now. Right. Just your publishing catalog, right? Your estate has outlived you and generated more money, but you died trying to get to sleep, right? Mm. Wow, wow. What profit than a man, right? right. <laughs> man, that's, like, like, that's, that's real. sobering, bro. That's, that's just like real. that's just real talk. Yep. So why why are you willing to do anything That's right. to get that? Okay. So to your point. Now man. now I'm about to mm. take it somewhere else. Mm. Um uh I can't speak for everybody that was on the presidential council for Trump. <laughs> the the faith advisory board for Trump. But I'm gonna tell you what I do know. And I'll look right in this camera and say it. And if anybody wanna holler at me, holler at me. A lot of them people weren't laying hands on a man just to we're praying oh, yeah. for the president. Right. Many of them were laying hands on power. Absolutely. And they were more intoxicated of being Absolutely. in a room with the most powerful man in America, some would say in the world, than they were caring about the man, soul of a man. No doubt. So no doubt. And you and we could do and that. And it happens on both sides. It, that's what I'm know. about to say. Yep. We could do the same both thing sides, with right. with with entertainers and stuff well we got this entertainer coming to our church you like the fact that they're in your church more than you care about their soul you you think it does something for to validate you when when i when i see a when i see a believer 
who 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 is more enamored by the validation of a worldly secular Thank personality say it. Say it. than the validation say it. of this is my son and who I'm well pleased by God himself. That's when I know there's an insecurity in your heart and in your soul that will lead to compromise if you don't get that thing patched up. And you see it. You oh, see the compromise left and right. All of a sudden, oh, you was this great anointed minister. All of a sudden, you just won't be a motivational speaker. What? You demoted yourself. <laughs> you just won't have a talk show. You demoted yourself. Right, right. Like, so, nah, it's it's man, that is real. And um, <laughs> I just, I mean, you you absolutely right. You absolutely right. And um, it, it's it's incredibly unfortunate uh, because like. I remember years ago, I was being interviewed to write a book, uh, a, a Christian who's very successful and famous, and I was one of the authors he was interviewing to write his book. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he was a believer, so we were talking about, you know, my faith and stuff. And and I was saying, I said a statement that he really said to this day, he re resonates with him. And I said, God did not lift me up to where I'm at for me to leave him out. You know, like, like if God, now again, we understand context. Yeah, and, for sure. And all like you yeah. see me on TV. I'm not preaching the gospel. No, on TV. You at work. I'm not right. Yeah. I'm at work. Yeah. Yeah. But, but my lifestyle, whatever it would, if the door is open, that's right. People know what Absol I'm about. Absolutely. Correct. God didn't lift me up. God didn't put you in contact with Oprah or that's whoever. Right. That's right. For you to leave him out. That's exactly right. And so too many dudes do that. And, and I always say like, Wait, if it's a pastor that does it, yeah, I'm like, hold up, your your whole like your livelihood isn't even based off of whether or not this person or rocks with you. Like, I I I, I don't want to say it's an they excuse. visiting, right? But a person <laughs> that's a Christian that works in a secular corporation or whatever, yeah, yeah. their livelihood, at least at that moment, right, is, right, right. is based on... For sure. That's a, yep. If you're a pastor yeah. and you're a big-time, influential, mega-church pastor, you we see you wealthy. Right, right, right. Your whole congregation is Christian. Right. Your whole <laughs> livelihood is based on Christians. So why are you selling that's out? That's right. Cause that, the, why are you making your own members be like, what did he just say? Did he really just deny that? Did he really just say that? Like, why? Why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know what you're saying. Because <laughs> the only thing you, you again, God's put you to impact that person. That's exactly right. And you selling it out? Yeah. I, nah, you. For the validation. Like, like literally. The, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that, the, that's the only thing it can be, no. the validation. Because yeah. you're already wealthy. You're already famous. It's the validation. The, the, these, this congregation put you on the New York Times bestseller. Right. And now that got the attention of somebody secular. Well, that was for you to take the same light. Thank you. Thank you. And point it in the direction of that level of darkness until I always tell people, point the light of Jesus Christ in someone's in, in, into someone's direction individually until one of three things happens. They warm up, heat up, or burn up. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what light does. Mm. Yeah, that's real. Light will warm up a place. It will light up a place. It will warm up a place. It will heat up a place, and it will also burn you up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so 
if I'm shining the light in darkness, one of those three things need to happen. What should not be happening is that I'm cooling down. <laughs> right. I'm being defrosted, cooling down, and then being frozen. Right. Th th that should not be right. happening. If, yep. if if I if if God opens up a door for me to interact with somebody in in a in a secular space, and I'm actually cooling off, mm. Mm. I'm not. I need to get up out of there. Amen. Amen. I need to recognize. Oh, I'm not. I can't be up in yep. here with y'all. Yep. Some environments I can't be in. Right. Like I just I just know me. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Right. Like like nah, there's certain true. there's certain stuff I'm just not going to. Right. Like God, open up this door. Would you go? No, <laughs> not going. Somebody asked me. Uh, 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 I think it was. I think it was when we were with Zach, but Zach, um, we were talking about. Um, anyway, like where where you've traveled or whatever. But somebody asked me, "Have you ever been to Brazil?" Right, I said, right. "No, I have not." Right, right. And they were like, "I said I've been invited like 20, 30 times to go to Brazil," and they were like, "Man, how come you haven't gone?" I was like. Brazilians, <laughs> I, but that's but that's if Juliet ain't handcuffed to me, right. and Juliet knows this, it's not like I'm like you know right, I got right, this right, struggle. Right. If, you don't want to put yourself in that environment. A, a, right. a girl that looks like Juliet speaking Portuguese to me is too much for me. Right. I can't be there. It's just a buck. Right. Keeping it a buck. But you know what? <laughs> that's the beauty of the personal relationship. That's exactly right. Like you gotta know what whether it's what season of your life you're in, right, or what specific things you can and can't handle. That's right, exactly. Right. Yeah. And and so some one person might be able to go That's right. some places. Yeah, absolutely. And, another and I Christian, salute them. Nah, not for me. Right. That's exactly not right. For me. Right. And but again, that's like my daughters, they're raised the exact same way. Yeah. But they're different and and sometimes I have to deal with them differently right, because absolutely. of their personality. Yeah. Same thing with the Lord, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's real. Yeah. I, I real. um like I it's interesting because you I, you were saying earlier, you were like, you know, some people like Jesus would be at the bar, Jesus would be at the strip club. Like, I'm like, is any is anybody really is any Christian really saying that? Gee, I'm going to the strip club to minister because I've heard oh, yes. of preachers being in the strip. There's somebody that would say yeah. Jesus would be in the strip club. Oh, for sure. And they using that as a reason. Oh, to for go sure. I, I I know I I know a dude that did a talk show and then was in a strip club after the talk show. Thinking thinking he was or justifying it because of the I have no idea what he thought he right. was doing. Like they're, they're, you weren't there for the wings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, some will lie about that. Right, right. Like they there for the wings. I know you ain't here Come for the on, wings. Man. What are we even talking ain't about? No, there, there are certain things. No, we just nah can't do. We, we just can't Come do, on. man. We can't do. Now I, I support organizations that go into strip clubs. And give them toiletries and give them like oh, all yeah, these yeah, great yeah, things yeah, for them, yeah. and they wind up coming to Jesus. It's women right. that go in there. There's like, uh, I have friends that are ex porn stars that have ministries into the porn industry. I, I'm with you da, on da, da, da. That. I support those ministries. Right. I'm not going right, right, to the right. porn convention. Right. <laughs> not I. Right. You ain't catching me there. And I love Jesus. Right. Right. right, right. I'm just not going there. Amen. And I'm about to help somebody. Just in case you thought you have to go everywhere for Jesus. I'm about to help y'all out because, you know, I like giving y'all Bible for everything. <laughs> this is, oh, this is 1 Corinthians. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Let me let me put somebody up on game real quick because uh, this is going to help somebody's life. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Th just in case you need Bible for this. 
every uh, in do- I play dominoes, right? All money ain't good money, right? Like right, you, you shouldn't right, take everything, right. right? So, so this is First uh, Corinthians sixteen. This is this, this is uh, Paul writing. Now about our brother Apollos, I urge him to visit you with the other believers. Now pa- Apollos is considered the the silver the silver tongued orator yes. of the day, right? Yes. Paul is a mighty apostle, but He's boring. Like right. somebody not fell out articulate. of a... Yeah, he's not articulate, right? <laughs> he didn't come with powerful <laughs> persuasion of speech, right? But Apollos is that dude. He would have been the Billy Graham, the T.D. Jakes, whatever, right, right? Right, right, I urged him to visit you with the other believers, but he was not willing to go right now. He will see you later when he has the opportunity. Apollos declined Paul. <laughs> mm. Mm. Dude said, I'm, and it wasn't like the Holy Spirit forbade it. He just said, I'm not willing right. to go right now. Right. Some stuff you just got to pass on. Right. Like, um, you know what? I probably I probably shouldn't. Somebody can. Yep. It probably shouldn't be me. But if if if, if you're not that sensitive to who you are, right. You'll think every open door is from the Lord, then you find yourself caught up in some stuff that you like I did not expect. Right. <laughs> That's right. Nah, man, you re- you right about that. Like I say, you know, cuz I'm I mean, you hear all types of stuff about Hollywood. I'm I'm on the periphery of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and people say, like, people knowing who I am and what how I live. Yeah, I don't get invited to certain stuff, but that's a protection. Yes, it is. You know, like, I mean, I've been to all star parties and yeah. stuff like that. I'm not, but I mean, like, stuff where stuff really goes down. Oh yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Guess. <laughs> Allegedly, I ain't getting invited to that stuff, right? Right, which is yeah. good, yeah, absolutely. Because I don't need to be in in that stuff. Yeah, and, and I you tell, don't feel left out. Not hanging no, yeah, no, yeah, no. For sure. And you know what? I I tell like I tell brothers this too. We all, even as we not we don't envy the we not supposed to envy the pimp, and we don't if we walking with the Lord. Yeah, but we all as men. You can think of sins you would love to do. Yeah, yeah for right? sure. You can Absolutely. think you would yeah. love to be. Yeah. But then there's them sins you would hate to do. Oh. You would hate to get caught up in. You would hate to be in bondage. Yes, sir. To this type yeah, of sin. Yeah, fam. And the devil don't play fair. No, he does not. So let yourself, you you know, you go get caught up in the sin you like. And yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And next thing you know, he might bring in something way you know that you you that disgust you but you become in bondage to it and there's examples of that we could talk about oh too, yes sir you know yes and sir so because there's ain't, levels sin ain't to never it. satisfied nah, right no nah. never satisfied you you can't sleep with enough women no you cannot it's not like you you hit you know a certain number you're like oh i'm I'm good i don't you yeah hell is never satisfied the Bible says. that's exactly you right know? yeah and so yeah man it's like you know, sin sin wars against your soul forever, right. and it's never gonna stop. Right, right. Romans eight tells us that. Right, the the sinful nature is has always been hostile towards God. It never did obey God's law, and it never will. Right, <laughs> right. So you can't fast right. enough. You can't pray right. enough. You just got to keep crucifying right. it because it it'll wake up like yep. you could. Uh, I've been sober for nineteen years. It'll be like want to sip today, right? Like, like you know right. what I mean. It ain't like well, I guess we're dead. We won't tempt you with this no more. <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'll never forget going to see Ray in the movie theater, yep. uh, portrayed by Jamie Foxx. 
I'm so grateful Jamie's back on his feet. Yes. He yes. received an award recently, and we're so we love you. So, so um, uh, in the movie, um, and I just have to call him Ray, not Jamie, because he channeled Ray. Uh, you know, he's cheating on his wife. Yep. He gets a house in uh, Baldwin Hills, which is like Black Beverly Hills, yes, right? Yes, yes. And um, uh, his side chick calls the house, and he picks up the phone. And he's like, I told you never to call me here. Right. And I leaned over to Juliet real time while the movie's playing, and I said, sin never stays where you put it. Oh. Mm. That's real. We That's think real. we compartmentalize these aspects of our life, and it's like, this is here. And I still love Jesus, and yep. I still do this and that, but I just got this right. little thing, and it's going to stay here. Sin never stays nah. where you put it. <laughs> I, I've, I I used to think of an example of that, like if you living in a house and you tell Satan he can live, you can live in the basement. Mm. He ain't gonna stay in the basement. I bet you he does. Right? He gonna move up. And I up bet you and he up. does. It's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine who, unfortunately, um, he's getting divorced because he had he cheated on his wife, mm. and the way she found out was. He had had an accident. He's at the hospital, and she's looking at his phone, right? And he was. We were talking after. He's like, "Yeah, man." He was like, "If she's not looking at my phone, you know, she don't know." And this whole thing. And I said, "But that she should be able to look in your phone." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my is, wife can look at my phone yeah, me all too. night long. Yeah, absolutely, if she absolutely. Ain't she can you scroll. Know? Right, right. Back 14 and, 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 years. Yes. What are we talking about? <laughs> I got a good story about Jamie Fox. Um, I met Jamie. I don't, it was the 2016 finals. Okay, when uh, the Cavs beat Golden State, and yeah. it was we were in Cleveland, and it was you know after one of the games. Yeah, and I met him in the tunnel, like by the locker rooms, and he's and so we rapping and all this. He's like, man, he's like, you know, he knew. He's like, yo, he really was like, I love your witness for the Lord. Yeah, for sure. That's really what he was talking about. Yeah. And and it's you know people it's the right after yeah. the game yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. people all over the place. Yeah, he's like, man, if I had my daughter here, his daughter's like two years old. He's like, if I had my daughter here, he's like, she know every book in the Bible. She could recite it for you know. Wow. I'm like, why? you know? So we talk about this. So then we go our separate ways. Then after they win the championship, remember they came back from three one yep. down. Yes, they I do. win game seven in in Oakland. Yep. So we're in the Cavs locker room, champagne flowing all over the. Jamie Foxx is in there, and his daughter's with him. Wow. His music blasting, all wow. that, right? He picks his daughter up, puts her mouth to my ear, and says, T tell Chris, recite the books of the Bible. Recite wow. all the books of the Bible. And she wow. started doing it, you know, yeah, Genesis. Yeah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, man. Judges, Ruth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a trip, man. It's wow. Trip. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, um, that's that's how we want the witness to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. You ain't got to agree with us, but you respect us. Right. And if you ever decide to turn that corner, we're the ones you're going to call first. Yes. When you need prayer, when something hits you, who you going to go to? That's who's in my DMs. Yep. Basketball yep. players, football players. Yep. Only fans, models, porn stars, all mm. that kind of stuff. She mm. she manages all that, Juliana. Mm. And but it's like 
you may not you may like one clip you might hate another one but you know i'm about this life though right you right <laughs> right take the 90 seconds out of context if you want to yeah run up on me and see what happens yep. i'm about this life <laughs> man it's so powerful and you know thinking about like the african-american community and the hispanic community i believe it's similar in the hispanic community but most, whether it's athletes, entertainers, whatever, most African-Americans grew up with somebody telling them about Jesus. And I think it may be similar in the Hispanic community. Somebody sure. teaching you, telling you about Jesus. Somebody. An aunt. Somebody. A grandmother. Yep. Somebody dragging you to church. Yes, sir. It's the truth. You know, yep. and you heard it. And those seeds are there. I see it in a lot of NBA players. Seeds are there. Yes, sir. But again, that's the importance of the witness that's and right. them seeing, you know, yeah. strong men that yeah. are willing or women that are willing to stand up for the gospel. Yeah. Um, and I fear, speaking this part about the African American community, that may not no longer be the case going forward. Mm. Unfortunately, I feel like like. I don't know that that is there anymore. Like this mm. next generation yes, of sir. kids. Yes, sir. I don't know that there's going to be somebody dragging them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is the mom going to be dragging yeah, them to yeah, church? Yeah, yeah, that's you very know, true. Or the, maybe, I hope so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But. I didn't think about that. Is somebody, you know, because yeah. we're getting more, our community is getting more secular too. It is very true. Not quite, it ain't to the point. Of, of mainstream white America. No, like no, I no, tell no, people, no. like I'm yeah. like, like I tell rich really white good. Christians, like you want to help your your black brothers and sisters, help build some schools. That part. Help help <laughs> help create some jobs. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Like the hood don't really need you to go in there and preach the gospel. Nah, fam. Like the good. most evangelized people yeah. in a person or or place in America is the hood. I bet you it is. I could go Absolutely. down to the Starbucks in the hood now yep. and easily strike up a conversation about God. That's exactly right. I can talk to a Muslim. Yep. It might be a, a, a Hebrew. Yeah, absolutely. It might be a Christian. Yep. It might be a non-believer. But yep. we can easily talk about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't doing that out in the suburbs. Right, for sure. So you don't need to necessarily come down there and preach Jesus. That's right. But come down there and bring some jobs. That's come absolutely Come down correct. there and bring some yeah. better schools yeah, and things absolutely. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree with you. If it, it, the hood needs jobs, that creates discipline, accountability, yep. income generation, literal. Then you can have a conversation about here's why you need to have character. Right. This is what it takes to get along with an employee. Yep. This is why you don't quit. This is why you're on probation. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> right? This is why you're not getting promoted. This is why you are getting promoted. Like the, you, you got to empower them, right? In a place right. that that deeply impacts them before you can pivot and do anything else, right? All right, so um, I I want to do something that uh is just very selfish. <laughs> it's just absolutely selfish of me to even want to do this. And so if you're opposed to doing it, you can be like, "Hey, brother, I've given you enough of my time. Get out." Um, <laughs> Bro, I just want to talk sports with you for a minute. Nah, it's all good. I mean, I, I mean, I am a huge <laughs> sports fan. Like, I'm born and raised in LA. I am Dodgers, Lakers, Kings, uh, uh, Dodgers, Lakers, and the Kings. That's it. What yeah. about football? Oh, 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 and Raiders. 
Raiders. So so on my watch, they were they were right, in right, L.A. Right, before right, they went back right. to Oakland. Be, right. be, before they're now in right. uh, Vegas. And the Rams had moved. Yeah, and the Rams St. don't Louis. count, right? From St. Right. Louis, right. so I don't even count them. So those are my four teams. That right. I'm I'm that's that's I'm L.A. Everything, yep. right? When you. when the Dodgers won in Texas, it was a prophetic sign I was supposed to live there. <laughs> During the COVID year, they, right. they actually they had to play. Right, they, in they Texas. finally won. They won, yes. and it was in Texas. Yep. Yep. I just thought, God, you want me to live here? There's an in and out here. The Dodgers won here. You want me here? Okay, so uh, uh, twenty years late for the confirmation, but I got it. <laughs> All right, my Lakers. Um, I'm I'm vexed. I'm gonna tell you why I'm vexed. I think Rob Palenka has wasted LeBron's years. Wow. Um, and I don't think he is as good of a, as a manager of peop- as people make him out to be. Right. I think what they're celebrating are the mistakes he made and how quickly he's been able to clean them up from a GM position. Right. But in my book, bringing Russell Westbrook is a, is a huge L when you could have had Buddy Hield. Right. And Miles Turner, Buddy Hill to me is those, those I, dudes would have both helped. Both helped to me. I, I'm gonna say this, and I don't, I don't know Buddy Hill, so he'll probably get pissed. But to me, he's like the discount Steph Curry. <laughs> if you're if you're a forty percent three point right. shooter, and you don't, you're not ball dominant. Right, 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 right. You're going to be That's open. Important. Right, right, right. So especially it, to play with LeBron. I, I don't know how, and obviously LeBron wanted Westbrook too. I understand. I understand right. that. <laughs> I don't know how anyone thought Westbrook and LeBron were going to work together. I mean, both ball dominant, both need yeah. to rock. Westbrook can't shoot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was no way they were going to work uh, together. So that was obviously a huge mistake. I, I'll say this about the Lakers: the only thing like wasted LeBron's prime. The thing is, LeBron's been injured, like, yes. all these years in L.A. Like, every year he's had some injury. Yep. The one year he didn't was the lot or the uh, the pandemic year. Yep. And you got a three- or four-month break. Right. And right. so he was able to stay healthy. Right. They won the championship. Yep. So I don't – that's the thing, like, at his age. That's what happens with age. Yeah, you for can sure. still play. Yeah, for sure. But you can't play consistently. Your yeah. body breaks down. Now, what LeBron is doing – I was saying this on on the odd couple the other night. He darn near looks as good as ever. And I have said for the past few years, as he's put up these huge numbers that that match basically what he's done throughout his career, I have said he's not as good. And he wasn't. I said because he didn't have the same impact on the game. Yep. You know, um, the way he used to. LeBron on your team, you were going to be a top contender yep. every year when he was in his prime. Lately, as he was putting up those numbers, defensively he wasn't close to the same player. Right. So he couldn't impact the game. He couldn't handle the ball as much and control the tempo and everything because of the stamina or yeah, lack for thereof sure. and all that. But this year... He looks better to me this year than he looked last year and the years before, as good as he looked in I those agree. Laker years. Yep. And I think it's because 
he's his jumper has gotten better. It has. Right? Now, I don't know how long this will continue. And I'm not just talking about the three. He's shooting 40% from three, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But that mid range. Look, the mid range he's at. Like, I was always the one of the things with I felt like LeBron did not have a great mid range. Now, he might catch it, take a dribble and shoot, or catch it and shoot. But I'm talking about. I'm driving left or I'm driving right and I stop on a dime yep. and pull up. Yep. I'm I'm you don't know and I may yeah. not know. Yeah, Am yeah, I yeah. going all the way to the hoop? Right. Or not? But I stop on a dime and pull up. That he didn't have that. No, he did not. Kobe had it, Michael yep. had it, Kawhi has it. Like yep. that would have that's what helps make you a better closer. He's, For sure. he's a good closer. Yeah, People, yeah, yeah. You know, it ain't he's been a good closer. Yep. But if you got that mid-range attack, that that is key to being a great closer. For sure. And now it looks like he kind of got that, or at wet. least more than he had. And it's then the three-point <laughs> shot, the form even looks a little it smoother. Does. No, it, it, I'm like, yep. man, and, and maybe to his credit, he's adjusted to the to the way the game's played now. Yep. With, the emphasis on threes and and, and they're giving you yeah. the mid-range jump yeah, shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they are. defense is now, if you're at the three-point line. They're thinking, I don't want you shooting right, a three. Exactly. So they're running you at you hard, so you come off yep, the three point yep, line and you can and step drive in. and you can hit. They'll they want you to take the yeah, mid range yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to protect the rim and the paint and stop you from taking threes. Yep. And that mid range, they don't just give it to you, but it's yeah. the, it's the shot that you're gonna get for sure. And if you can hit it, yeah. That's why a, a Durant, who's a mid range assassin. Still putting up 31 exact, points because nobody's Devin Booker, they, exactly they, they, right. That's the shot you yeah. get. And the shooting percentages yeah. are sky high. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. And yeah. so, and I, I got to say this about Durant, who's obviously awesome. But I, this is what I would say to Durant man, take more three pointers. Mm. He's only taking like four and a half threes a game this year. Wow. I don't think he's ever taken, he's, I, I'm almost positive he's never taken seven a game yeah, as yeah, a yeah. Se- for a season. Yeah. He's a great three-point shooter. And I used to say, well, your rhythm's your rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm sure. a hooper and I my rhythm is in the mid-range, yep. and I know if I start shooting more threes, it's just not my rhythm. Yep. And there's truth to that. But my point is, in the offseason, yep. You can work on that three to get yourself in rhythm on the three. He would ask so many. He should be taking like nine threes a game, mm. eight to nine threes a game, mm. and it would add even more yeah. to his point total and, and his team. Yeah, I I um I agree with you. I I just I'm a Lakers fan, and yeah. LeBron just happened to come in my team. Because I'm Lakers life. Like, I don't care who was on the team. Nick Van right. Exel, I don't care if it was Eddie Jones. <laughs> I don't care if it was Cedric Sabalos. Kobe after Shaq left. Right, We right, was pitiful right. for like four or five years until <laughs> Pau Gasol got there. Like, like I am a diehard Lakers fan. And so LeBron's always been one of my favorite players, right? But now that he's come to my team, it's just it's just way more personal for me. Yeah, yeah, I wish yeah. Rob Palenka would have been more David Griffin than Rob Palenka <laughs> in terms of like, like, and I'm going back to this just because my soul needs to, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like when it, with Westbrook, right? I know it's your right, desire to right, play right. with him. I would have let LeBron be pissed at me for two months. Not look, that's that's. I fair. know it's a woulda, coulda, shoulda. You, you know what I mean? And 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 to be honest, in that position, that's your job. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're like. I to heard do. you, right? Duly noted. 
But bruh, right. after the first two months of this season, you were going to be so happy that you can check his stat sheet and then you can check yours and these teammates. Right, right. We going to be Gucci. Right. So no, I I I um I I feel that how how do you what do you feel about the um the tournament? You know what? It's been good. Yeah. Um I have said this. I think f- 10 years from now, maybe 5 because it started off hot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big deal. It's not. It's not going to be a final NBA Finals, right, nor right. should it be. Right, right it's just right. a regular season tournament. But it will be a big deal. And let I, I said this on first things first the other day. Let's say Victor Wimbanyama mm-hmm. and Chet Holmgren end up having this great rivalry, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. you debate who's better, who's better. I think the arguments will be well. So and so got three rings. You know, obviously you bring up individual stats. Yep. And bro won five in-season tournaments. Mm. So-and-so only got two in-season mm. tournaments. Like, I think it's going to be that type of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, an yeah. achievement, yeah, an yeah, accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think part of it that is that LeBron is taking it so seriously. His numbers in the tournament games are they're good, period, but they're better. Yes, sir. Absolutely. He's balled out. Significantly yeah. better in the tournament Absolutely. games than in the regular, the other games. Yeah. And so he's taking it seriously. It, it appears that he really wants to win yep. his first, the first <laughs> in-season tournament ever. As the and oldest. And that will legitimize it, right? So now, next year, yeah. like this year, Jokic isn't in it. I yep. don't know how seriously they took y- it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Obviously, Milwaukee got to the Final Four, got yep. beat. Yep. But Boston got, like a lot of the top teams, I don't know how seriously they took yep. it. LeBron taking it seriously, next year you can bet. Dude's gonna take it seriously, and I think it'll become a thing. I I um I didn't think about this to right now, but I wonder, being that LeBron has been in as many finals as he's been in, right? Ten. If it's if it was like a like like this kind of switch in his mind, like <laughs> tournament finals, what like what like you know what I mean? Like I gotta get this. I gotta get right. this. Like this this. Well, I think man, even with All Star games, it's this. Yeah, he wants to win. Want to win. Yeah, he ain't trying to like just play in it. He's trying to win it. Well, I think that, and I'm glad you brought the All Star because I want to get to that in, in a minute. Um, you, LeBron said the other day, he said, "Man, it's a bunch of alpha males in this league. So you put any competition in front of us, we gonna want to win for sure." And I think back, like when I played or other people played in college, you were in Christmas tournaments. Yeah, it wasn't gonna guarantee you got to the to the NCAA tournament or anything else, but you wanted to win. Yep. Like, so you, these, creating a tournament, they understand, and, and to many of them, 500000 isn't that much money. Yeah. Um, And it's not going to guarantee you a playoff spot. It's not the equivalent of a championship, but it's a tournament. Yeah, yeah I yeah, want to yeah. win it. Yeah. And I think that's what LeBron and some yeah. others have thought. For sure. Now, for the All-Star game, you know, Adam Silver broached the subject of being making it international versus American, the game, right? He he's not there yet, but he's yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Ah, people throwing that out. We, yeah. we would maybe look at that. You know, yeah. He did that a few months ago. For years, I have said that's what the All Star Game needs to be. As it was dying, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, excitement, for sure, for the sure. competition. I said it needs. They should make it international versus American. Now, 
I don't think I want that. Mm. Because I think America would get crushed. You are taking <laughs> the words out right? of my mouth. They would get smashed. And I don't think any of us, and the NBA does not need no. its American stars getting walked. Right? In the it, Because, first of all, <laughs> the, the, the international players... They want to compete. Like when they in the All Star game, Giannis be like, "I want to play." Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Like yeah. everybody else is out there lollygagging, yeah, yeah, throwing yeah. up forty footers. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. He wants the ball and he yeah. looks out of place. Yeah, so yeah, number yeah. one, I think they would take it seriously. Absolutely. And they just play right now. They're playing better team ball. Yeah, for sure. Than us, Jokic, and you know, and so and look, man. Arguably, yep, the four best players in the world, Jokic. Giannis, MB, and Luca. Yep. Argue. If you wanna does somebody wanna argue Steph yep. or now LeBron, he's still yep. playing well. Yep. Okay, but those are arguably the four best players in the world. Obviously, all international. And I haven't even mentioned Shea Gilgis Alexander yep. from Canada. Yep. Jamal Murray yep. from Canada. Yep. You know, yep. I mean Victor Wimbanyama, obviously. Yeah, for you sure. You know, France. So it's Lori Markinen, like it's we got to get we got to get our games together right, okay. <laughs> as so, Americans. So so here here's the historical time. Well, I'm not going to say it's a historical timeline, but what pops up in my mind when you say that, what precipitated the need for a dream team? Well, yeah, our college and, guys were getting beat. Right? OK, no. then what precipitated the need for a redeem team? We are our, our pros were getting right. Our NBA All Stars were getting beat. right, 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 right. And now we're trying to get one more together, right? And you ne know what? This is gonna be the last one. This is gonna be the last one. And this then is I the think right. This is the last one where when we send LeBron and Steph <laughs> and KD, this is the last one where we like we know we gonna win. At because now after from, that, right? It's after like that, sending the Avengers out for the last yeah, time. Yeah. Like this Tony the, Stark is gonna snap. Yep, and he's gonna be and dead. They better win. <laughs> they better win. Because here's the thing: even though we mentioned so many of the the top players are international, they're different countries. Yeah, for sure. There's no excuse for us to send our absolute best. Correct. And lose. Yeah, absolutely correct. But this will be the last thing because that next generation of best Americans: Ja Morant, Zion. Uh, uh, Trey Young, Zion won't go on his Tyrese diet. Halliburton, uh, they not guaranteed to win the Olympics. Okay, so Zion won't do his diet. Right. Ja won't right. take them guns out of his hand. <laughs> uh, right. I'm hoping them brothers get it together. I, I, but but even too. if they, they do. They're very, very young, right? right? So they're, so there's still time to pivot. But my the, the international game, they are just more fundamentally sound. Yes. The, yes. Yes. Our, our, the American game is so tied to athleticism and just the talent yeah. that they not setting a screen. Nah. Right. <laughs> like You're these other right. dudes, it's like one, two, yep. three, four, five, yep. elbow. My coach told me to line yep. it up. <laughs> Ain't nobody out there trying to razzle dazzle. These dudes right. are playing sound because when you don't have athleticism, right. you must you be play sound. Right. So when you get athleticism and you're going to be sound, you get that's a Luka. Michael Jordan. That's Michael Jordan. That like, is Michael Jordan. That's what makes him, to me, he's the GOAT. The, the combination of otherworldly, freakish athleticism yep. with the fundamentals. Yeah, fundamentally correct. sound. Absolutely. Understanding the game. LeBron's similar. Yep. You know, crazy athleticism, understands the game, fundamentally sound, smart. And you're right, like, 
that's why most NBA teams play one or two man basketball. Yep. Where it's ISO me, I'm your best player, ISO me or let me create everything for everybody. Yep. So y'all spot up at the three, I'm going to draw the defense and kick to you, you just shoot. Yep. Or high pick and roll. Yep. Everybody else get at the three point line, me and the me and the pick man. Yep. Well, he'll either roll, he'll yep. pop, yep. or I'll do something or I'll kick it out to you. Yep. The what beats that it's five-man basketball. Absolutely correct. Where they're, the ball is moving. That's it's right. snapping. Yes. And we're, players are moving. That's right. And dudes can shoot. That's right. So Golden State, they were never, other than when Durant was there, but right. they won it before Durant That's and exactly after right. Durant. Yep. They weren't the most talented team. Nope. But they Draymond's were. a second-round pick. Steph, That's right. Steph, That's mid right. lottery, Clay, late lottery. Yep. But they played like a team. That's exactly right. They played five man basketball. Yeah, and you keep you couldn't keep up with them. Nah. Yeah, you got to you got to get to Curry through like three screens. Right. <laughs> when I play ball, the coaches taught us the pass is faster than the dribble. Mm. Now I will say this: the dudes' handles James Harden now has never are heard better that. than ever. No, <laughs> James Harden, Harden no. has never heard that Harden sentence ain't heard in his that. life. <laughs> right. Right. But the the dudes' handles are better than ever. Yes, sir. In some part, because they let them carry. Right. right? But right. still, the handles are, I mean, they carrying like crazy. You know, you can't just put the ball, your palm under the ball. But they do that all the time. Yep, but yep. The handles are crazy. The distance on the range, jump shooting range is mm -hmm, crazy. Mm -hmm. And the athleticism better than ever. All yep, that's yep. true. But the understanding of the game, playing five-man basketball, making entry passes. I saw somebody last night, I was watching the Spurs game. Victor Wimbanyama's posted up 7-4, right? And the dudes on the wing, his teammate guarded, tries to make him an entry pass, bounce pass, entry pass, and the defender that's guarding the passer steals it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, <laughs> why in the world are you making a bounce pass yeah. to him? He's 7-4. All he got to do is put his hand up, throw it to his yeah, hand. Exactly, yeah. And you making a bounce pass. Yeah. Like. Throw it nine feet yes. in the air. He has the wingspan to right. go get that. Dudes exactly. don't know the fun, like playing at team basketball. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you said, they don't know. And and LeBron was guilty of this early, a large part of his career, most of his prime. Mm -hmm. Not moving without the basketball. Right, 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 Not right, right. setting yep. screens yep. to your point. Yep, for sure. And ball dominance, man is not the best way to win. Mm -mm. It's not the best mm -mm. way to win. No. Because it, it's it's great for your teammates that can't do nothing by themselves. Right, right, right. right, 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 I, right if I right. can't create my own shot, then I need you to be ball dominant, right. draw the defenders, and kick it to me, and I'll just shoot. Or yep. I can't do nothing but rebound. Right. I'm a defender. Right. I can't create my own stuff. Yep. That's great. But if I can't, I got handle, I can get to the cup, I can create my own stuff for you, for others. I'm going to get frustrated with somebody that's pounding the ball for that's, 20 seconds. That's exactly right. And so that's what a lot of American basketball has become. Yep. And that's why, to your point, we're, they fundamentally sound overseas. Yeah. yeah. You know? They are. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it is, it's embarrassing to watch at, at times when I'm like, these dudes are just playing a better yeah, game yep. than these other guys. Talented, athletic. They right. got the athleticism. They will 
dunk over you the whole right. nine. Vince Carter dunking over like you, they'll do all of that, right. and you're gonna get a bronze. Like you're gonna you're gonna wind up with a bronze medal with all that talent. That's embarrassing. Right. right, right. All right. So uh, uh, we'll end with this. You already said who your goat is, so I, I'm not gonna. I don't even want to enter that debate. Your goat is LeBron. I, here's what I'm gonna say. I I, I don't want to debate goat. Right. I'm going to go with, and I have, this is from hindsight. Obviously, this is not real time. From hindsight, I'm going to go with, who would I rather play with? Mm. Would I rather have six rings in the finals with Jordan? Right. Or whether I would I rather have four, go four and six right. with LeBron? And I'd rather have four chips with LeBron than six with Jordan. Because of the style of play? Or what? It ain't even... You'd rather have his career. I'd rather have the camaraderie. Really? And this coming. This is coming back to brotherhood. Right. Okay? Jordan does the Last Dance documentary. Right. It comes out at the perfect time. We ain't got nothing to do. Our, snow, our, oh, soul, yeah, yeah, our nah. souls are snatched. Right? right? <laughs> it's a pandemic documentary. That Jordan- Everybody couldn't wait <laughs> to see that, right? It was like, and I was doing my radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we needed something to talk about. We talked about that for the first three days of the week. Then we got ready for the next week. <laughs> exactly. And then we, it was crazy. You're it, right, man. It, it I was mean, crazy. we were held hostage, it right? Jordan found another you way. You had a better way, time like, to put that out. 20-something <laughs> years later, we talking about Jordan. Like, he's, like right. he on the court right now right. right during the pandemic it was whoever right. thought about that was just a genius <laughs> and him signing off on it thank you michael jeffrey jordan <laughs> but this dude was either in his house because his house can't look like a hotel so i don't know if this is a penthouse suite or his house or his house is a penthouse suite i don't know and steve kerr is they they got to go on location with him they got to go on location with pippen they got to go on location oh you mean when he stayed when he was on the road, when he traveled? No, I'm just, no, I'm talking about, after, I'm oh. talking about, this is the last dance. Right. You are in a room by yourself watching on the iPad. None of these dudes is in the room with you. None of these boys, there's not a clip of, yeah, we caught up with, we brought right, them all back right, together. Right. Like, there's none of that with, with Jordan. With, he did get along with Cash, though. Like, like. When I mean, obviously, everybody knows about his fight with Steve Kerr. Yeah, 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 yeah. But him and Pippen were boys. They were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron Harper, they were all cool. Yep. Um, in fact, and, and you know, it's funny because Scotty came out afterwards criticizing it and mad about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had seen it. He had known before yeah. it aired wow. what was in it. And Jordan, and when Scotty went off. Jordan was in touch with all his teammates, and they yeah. was all like, "Man, we don't know what Scotty doing." Like, wow, so, okay, so, so was, there was yeah, yeah, okay, there was some camaraderie. Okay, I mean, okay, jo LeBron, and maybe we couldn't see it because I don't know when it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know when he taped his reactions and stuff like that. It okay, so there was a perception there. Yeah, 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 nah, yeah, he, yeah. He was, he was. I mean, he got along with teammates. He was him and LeBron are different personalities. Yes, LeBron. Man, I, LeBron, I remember I covered him a lot his first stint in Cleveland. I mean, he, I, if I'm not mistaken, he had a personal handshake with every teammate. Still does. Yeah, like they. Even if they're on different teams now. <laughs> he sees them and it's the same dapper. Yeah, now nah, he is a real, like, gregarious people type person. Um, and Jordan, is, like, LeBron is about 
I mean, his team was his family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, growing up as a single child and his boys that he grew up with yep. and his teammates. Um, some of his movies, more than a game, not the yeah. one that's out now, which is great. I think it's Shooting Stars. That's awesome. But more than a game, he made year early in his career. Yep. Talk, just shows you how his team was his family. Yeah, so for he, sure. He's great with all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I would say, I just look at it like, and and look, when you talk about the GOAT, LeBron obviously has the longevity argument. For like sure. He, there, there's Absolutely. never been a player. He's the Tom Brady of I agree. the NBA. Absolutely. Hank Aaron was 40 years old, hitting 40 homers. He's the Hank, or 39. Or, no, I don't know if he's 40. But Hank Aaron was old, yep. hitting all them. Yep. I think 39, <laughs> hit 40 homers, right? Right, right, right. And he, uh, you know, had that longevity. So LeBron's got that on yeah, a lot. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, but there, is, there does come a point where the longevity argument can hurt you. Mm -hmm. Because to your point, you said Jordan. Jordan played 15 years, won six rings. And two of those years, really, one, he was hurt. He yep. only played 17 yep. games. And one, he came back from baseball, played yep. like 18 games, yep. whatever. Um, I think, but, but I think both of Houston's chips. 15, I think both of Houston's chips is only because. You would think, I mean, could he have could he have actually been had the mental toughness to go win eight straight? I mean, I don't know. With but his father's right. death. Right. Yeah, like because yeah, yeah. he won the three. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. I, I, I agree that I think they would have won it, but he might have left or you know yeah yeah for sure won eight, but yeah but you got six and 15 years and it's not just about rings but six and 15 years and then four in 20 years i no. and that you see what i'm saying like <laughs> jordan was literally winning numbers don't lie at a twice the rate yep. of lebron as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. champions yeah for sure for sure for and sure and that's where you know, because I think six and fifteen is like one every two and a half years. Yep. Four and twenty is obviously one in every five years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That is where that is one of our. I mean, I I think there's others. I think like LeBron's ball dominance. Yep. Well, I I think that's a knock against him a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but you know, look, I I've always said this. It'll be interesting if if it comes true. My the older generation doesn't necessarily think Jordan's the goat, right? Like you ask dudes in their seventies and stuff, oh for sure, players right now. Like they might say, "Well, it is not one," or "We don't know," or they might say Kareem or Will. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's my generation, yeah, for sure, that says Jordan's the goat. Yep. And I've always said when the younger boys, the millennials or yeah. whatever, the Gen Z, whatever, when they're talking goat, yeah, and they're the ones on TV. They're the ones dominating the conversation. Right, right, right. LeBron's probably going to yep. be recognized as the GOAT. Now, the last dance threw a monkey wrench into that. Oh, yeah. Because after that, you know, yeah, the young again. boys was like, oh, no, he <laughs> is. Jordan is. So I don't know, but yeah. I think LeBron right now is intense yep. on doing everything he can to try to win that argument. And I think that's part of breaking all these records. Yep. And winning this NC tournament is what it is, but yeah. just any little thing, whatever yeah, yeah. it is, yeah, yeah, he know he got the longevity, yep, and you know he's he's look the dude is incredible. What's incredible is he fulfilled the promise. Like most people, most players 
that are that ballyhooed and touted don't fulfill it. He fulfilled it. Jordan didn't have all that pressure. You that's, know what I mean? That's absolutely correct. He didn't come he didn't in with come a in crown with on his nah, head. he was a third pick. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. You know, and he that's was, very people true. knew he was great, but it wasn't, none nah. of that was expected. Nah. And so that's, that's, that's a definitely a feather in LeBron's cap. Yeah, no, I, no, I agree with you. I, mine is purely off personality. Right. I, I who you would have more fun yeah, playing yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. That that's what yeah. I mean. Those stats, the numbers don't lie and I'm not going to argue with them. Right. For me, it's just like the personality like I see like let's take Kobe. Kobe is a facsimile of Jordan, yes. right? God rest yes. his soul. Yes. And Kobe It'd be harder to play with Kobe. <laughs> like personality-wise. That's what I'm right. saying, Kobe right? Right, right. Killing right. You. Like 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 Kobe and Dwight Howard wasn't gonna work. Right. Right? Right. But Dwight, even though time had passed, Dwight and LeBron got a chip. Right. Like you, I, right. It, some people just thrive under certain yep. personalities. And yep. I think Jordan's personality, that's that, that's that blue collar, you know what I'm saying? Baby boomer. Yeah. Like, hey dude, yep. I'm getting mine. You better get yours. Right. And if you don't want to do where it, where I'm going, yeah. you better come with you know, you're right. I often say, like, Kobe played eight years with Shaq in, in their prime. Yeah. In, in Shaq's prime and got three rings, which is great. Yeah. But I used to say, give LeBron eight years with Shaq and Shaq's in his prime. We got six. Yeah, man. Come on. That's see, that like I think <laughs> I don't think there's an argument yep. between Kobe and LeBron. Like yeah. I think Jordan is, I mean, LeBron is clearly better than Kobe. And that's one of the th- I mean, that's not a proof. Right, but I yeah, yeah I, I no. think clearly him and Shaq because he wouldn't have been tripping off Shaq no. attention no. or you know yeah I I um, and LeBron's I mean outside you, you know this AD era aside all his chips never required like a dope center oh no right like no. like he when never you, had you one, went to the yeah. finals with. Anderson Varish. Right. Like, right, like right. Booby Gibson right. was on your team. He never had a great center. I mean, yeah. by that time, Dwight, like AD, I guess, played a little center. Right, right, right. But he was really a power forward. Yep. And um, yeah, Dwight was not him, you know, his yeah. prime at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Okay, I don't want to go back to this. We're about to wrap up. I promise we are. <laughs> um uh 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 e- even that bubble chip, even that bubble championship, to to break them up. I'm like, if 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 they were good in the bubble, give them a full season. Yeah, like between McGee and Dwight, those minutes. Yeah, they could have they could have gave you another that run. Been interesting. That would that would have been interesting. You keep that Caruso team has shooting. They have, yes. Ain't look some of it, and I guess you could have kept, but some of it, you know, dudes. When you win, you get better offers. That's very true. Elsewhere. Absolutely, so dudes split. But they should have matched but Caruso yeah, though. That would have. Yeah, Caruso would would help. Now they kind of got a little bit of Caruso. Now he's better than Caruso offensively. He is. And, and Reeves. Yep. Austin Reeves. But they, imagine look, they got if a they, nice squad. Imagine if they would have Caruso, Caruso, and got Reeves. Oh, it's just my favorite team. I'm sorry, y'all. I I, I know I'm. You like we gotta get some. There, some there's a Celtics w, fan looking right now. Like, ask him about them. No, nope. right. <laughs> when you have him on your pod, you can ask him the questions <laughs> you want to. <laughs> Sir Chris, yo man, I enjoyed it. Bro. Yo man, thank you, thank you for, um, thank you for making a wish on your twenty first birthday. Man, 
that made this Lord whole down. life possible. Like that's Ooh. that's probably one of the most endearing testimonies of coming to Jesus I've mm. ever heard. That's mm, why I think it made God. me so emotional. I'm so grateful um, for the time that you gave us, um, for the organization that you founded. Thank you, man. Can for I make a few announcements about please, that? Please, absolutely. And yeah. we're going to have links oh, to all the... Okay. We'll have links to everything on on uh, YouTube, on B-Side. Great. We, right. want, we want every... Because if there's 20 chapters nationally, we got men yep. on top of men, on top of men, uh, almost 50... Percent of our listening audience is men. That's great, man. which is not usually in right. the, in the space. That's powerful. So, so we're that's raising powerful. godly men, um, and we want them plugged in. Amen. So, please Amen. tell us. Well, I was gonna say, like the King Movement, the website is kingmovement.com. Yes, sir. We're on Instagram and uh, Twitter, obviously. Um, if glue they're TV. interested, glue, glue TV. TV. Yep. So if they're well, let me say for if they're interested in joining King. Yep. Uh, you can email us at king at kingmovement.com. Done deal. And we'll get the email and reach out. Yes, sir. Um, as you said, Glue, we there's a new Christian streaming app called Glue. It's not on phones yet. Okay. But it's on television. Got it. Called uh, Glue, G-L-U, stands mm-hmm. for God Loves You, but it's G-L-U Network. King TV is on there. Great. And I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm glad I, I didn't think about this, but if you go, so if you download the Glue Network app, mm-hmm. you get it for free. Great. You go there, and then you'll see all types of boxes for different ministries. And one, you'll see King TV is my picture in our King logo. Okay. So you go there. I feel like Christianity in America, obviously there's nothing wrong with pure biblical Christianity. Yeah. But Christianity in America needs a rebrand. I agree. Right? <laughs> you thought we was done. Hey, bro. <laughs> no, it, right? It needs a rebrand. And because too many people associated with whether it's right wing politics or they associated with racism or slavery and desegregation or segregation, all that stuff. Right. Or for whatever other thing they miss. When you go to King TV on the glue network, well, first, let me shout out because uh, I think they've done a good job of rebranding it to a degree. Uh, he gets us. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Those yeah, for commercials. Sure. Yes, absolutely. They like gritty. Yes. And they're people of color. Yep. You know, all yep. people, but yep. a lot of people of yep. color. Yep. That's, I mean, that's really what Jesus was about, right? When you look, I mean, Jesus was in the hood. That's right. Jesus came to an oppressed people. That's they were exactly second right. class citizens in the Roman Empire. Like, they didn't, Punches probably hardly even knew who he was. That's exactly. He's like, who's exactly. this rascal? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, exactly. Really, I don't see nothing wrong with him. Right, <laughs> right. He didn't even really know what Jesus was about. Yeah. Jesus was in the hood. Yes, sir. Like, and that he gets us, does a good job of rebranding that. And when you go to King TV on the Glue Network, I feel like, and I didn't even purpose this, just what King is. Yeah. I feel like it's unlike anything you've seen on Christian television. Yes, sir. Because you'll see the photos. It's just regular brothers. Um, We got stuff up there about urban apologetics, addressing all the challenges to Christian faith in in the black and Hispanic, or black communities mainly. Uh, Urban issues we address. A lot of manhood stuff. There's hip-hop videos up there. But it it really is like, man, these are real brothers. Yeah. And they talking about God. Yep. It ain't religious at all. So yep. the Glue Network, definitely check that out. Um, 
and our King National Summit. Yep. Now, we do events at the Super Bowl and the NBA All-Star Game, too. Dope. Super Bowl, we do something called the Huddle, where we minister to young men, you know, teenage, teenagers and college age. Okay. Um, and we do something uh, called, um, uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but the Huddle. Um, and then... The King National Summit. Yep. So that's our annual men's conference. We do it in different cities every year. We've done Atlanta, Memphis, uh, Charlotte, Philadelphia last year. It's in Cleveland, March 14th through the 17th. Okay. Which is a Thursday into a Sunday. Yep. 2024. But main, most of the gist of it is that Friday and Saturday, the 15th got and you. 16th. Okay. We got workshops. Yep. We got speakers. Um, it'll be hundreds of men from all over the country, hopefully thousands of men yeah. from all over the country. It's at the Word Church in Cleveland, the biggest church there, our Pastor R.A. Vernon, yep. great ministry. Um, so if you're interested in that, you want to register for that, go yep. to kingsummit.org. Got it. Kingsummit.org. Uh, but also that night, Saturday night, the 16th, there's a basketball tournament called the Midnight Rumble. Wow. And we put a basketball tournament every year. And so we it's five on five, six ages, 16 to 34 is a five on five tournament. Okay. And um the winner gets five, the winner gets four thousand dollars. Okay. The runner up gets a thousand. Okay. The team. We have brothers complain because you know it's some brothers that be hooping, yeah, young yeah. boys, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. somethings. So brothers was like, man, create a 35 and over. Yeah. So we got a 35 and over that's three on three half court. Wow. That prize money is $3,000. Okay. So any cats that want to hoop, yes. you know, we encourage you to yes. come check that Get out. Get some ballers but in yeah, there. But yeah, come check out the King National Summit. It'll be hip hop there. It'll be great workshops dealing with everything from finances to sex yep. to uh, fatherhood, yep. mental health. And then we got great ministers that are going to be speaking. Um, and yeah, it's just a good time. Yeah, it's for just sure. brothers hanging out and, and kicking it in a godly atmosphere. That's and great. So, um, yeah, the kingsummit.org if you want to attend. And registration is only like $50 okay. for early bird, $75 after that. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So let me co-sign on this. For, for all of my men that are dwellers, hmm. what you cannot do. When I have a guest like this, <laughs> is listen to this pod, watch this pod, and then still say, I can't find community. Mm. I can't Amen. find mentorship. Amen. I have a hard time connecting with other men. It's hard for me to find other godly men that are trying to live like that. Did you even Amen. listen to this whole pod? That's my first thing. Secondly, are you even a dweller? <laughs> right? Because this is what we're always trying to do. Kingsummit.org. March 14th through the 17th, Cleveland, Ohio. Get there. Yeah. If you live already in that region or in the surrounding area, drive there, right? Yeah. Mark it on your calendars, fly there. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put yourself in a position to want to succeed in life and then not go to the place where you can actually make those connections? So, um, uh, if if this pod has told you nothing, it's that we value discipleship. Amen. And we value brotherhood. We value sisterhood as well. But for our brothers to be impacted and to be able to go out and be an influence to others, and then if you can find it in your own chapter, what I would what I would ask you to do is first of all, 
go to the uh, website, kingsummit.com, and see if there's a chapter near you. If there mm-hmm. is a chapter near you, you don't even have to wait till March. Right. But kingmovement.com. Mar- oh, kingmovement. Thank you for yep. the correction. Kingdommovement.com. Kingmovement. Kingmovement. Kingmovement.com. K I N G. Movement.com. I got it. King Kingmovement.com. Go go find out if there's a chapter near you. Run up on the chapter. You ain't even got to wait Amen. until March. Amen. But then March is like the Mecca. Like that's where everyone's gonna gather, right. and then you can see for yourself in a conscient, in a concentrated way, that the enemy's been lying to you. You ain't alone. Amen. There's other young men out here that's about that life, Amen. and they're committed to living this life as disciples of Jesus, not just as those being rescued as Jesus. Right. The reason why I almost jumped out of my skin, Chris, is when you talked about there needs to be a rebrand for Christianity. Right. I don't even call myself a Christian. Mm. Like just because right. it, I'm like it, it comes with y'all need to go work baggage. on that name real quick. Right. I'm a believer in Jesus, <laughs> right? Right. I don't I know. I don't know what you mean when you say yep. Christian. I don't know where you rank yourself. Yep. I know Christians out here that's like polygamy ain't wrong. Right. I know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I got it Christians. Is some of them cats out there. You yep. know what I'm saying? Right. You got Christians out here right. rolling blunts. Like, yep. hey, listen, the Lord gave you me this herb right, from the man. earth. So I'm like, I am a believer in Jesus, <laughs> and I am adherent to His word yep. as it is written in scripture right that's so, right bro. so th- through a right. valid translation like, that's, 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 <laughs> right i gotta make right. all these disclaimers right, right? <laughs> so so I, I i want people that are really committed to picking up their cross eating his flesh drinking his mm. blood right mm. like those that say yes on a daily basis when you make Amen. a decision for jesus you're not making that decision once and for all Amen. you're making that decision every day of your life Sometimes every right. hour of your life, That's right? right? Depending right. on how 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 much of a pressure cooker of life you might be in, you might be making it multiple times a day. Yep. Like I, I'm still making the decision. Yep. I still decide. I still make. Th- th- though you slay me, yet will I serve. Mm. I'm, I'm still mm. like 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 we're out here trying to make disciples Amen. because disciples that make decisions are the ones that upset the world. Mm. So you've heard it from Chris. You've heard it from me. Get to this summit. And watch your life change. Amen. Get around brothers. Watch your life change. I want to talk to my sisters real quick. Um, uh, and you know when I mean sisters, I mean all of y'all. Um, you got a man that you love? Mm. Send him. Amen. All the men that 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 you you already in that mindset, register. All the women that have a man that you love, register him. You're going. Mm. I bought you. I already gave you the registration. You have no excuse. You've been talking about this. I've heard you. I signed you up. Get out there. Holla at me when you come back. Amen. Let's pack it out. Amen. That's all I'm trying to do. Let's pack it out. If God Amen. gives me influence, I'm trying we, to use we it. We got know? the space. Yeah, yeah. We got the space. Yeah. This <laughs> we we at the largest church in yep. in in the in the area. Let's yep. get it cracking. So, um, man, thank you. Thank you for your thank time. You, thank you for your this hospitality. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. And we definitely will. And For you sure. wasn't playing about the three, four hours, like, hey, bro. <laughs> but it and was you good. Let us. It was just nah. It was yeah. great, man. Yeah, the, no, the flow. I, you know, the, that's the great thing about podcast. Yes, sir. It's just, it's just you can unpack everything. That's right. You know, that's so, right. Nah, this was, this was good, man. Yeah, I don't like, you know, when we have to have a hard out. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I wanted to breathe. So, different. and look how much gold we got out of it. Like, I feel like. I know you better, yep. understand, and then the testimony. Great, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Before we go another round, I love right. y'all. And until next time.
Peace. So press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh, yeah. So press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. 